Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia. Housekeeping. I think you're sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boy. Lay off Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you own. Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. And now, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. It's freshly 6 a.m. and these people are ready to party! Thank you guys, we appreciate it. We got a nice group of very spry individuals here in our tent as we begin Camp Out for Hunger Day number four. And we'll get to all the details of what's happening in a little while. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Today is Thursday, November 16th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police are searching for clues in connection with a reported hit-and-run crash over the weekend that injured 76ers guard Kelly Oubre Jr. Police said the 27-year-old was clipped by a silver car around 7.20 in the evening Saturday in Center City. Oubre told investigators that he was walking alone when he was hit by the driver's side mirror at Spruce and Hicks Streets. As the investigation continues, police confirmed Wednesday that there's no video evidence at this time uh, that depicts a collision. According to the Philadelphia Police Department, surveillance footage shows no evidence that a crash occurred at that center city location uh, where Ubre reported being hit on Saturday night. Two employees of businesses near the reported crash uh, told the Inquirer that they reviewed roughly two hours of footage from the evening on their work surveillance systems and did not see the crash. Sergeant Eric Grip emphasizes that the police have not accused Ubre of anything and the investigation is ongoing, but the lack of immediate visual evidence confirming the crash of a, on a well traffic downtown street raises questions about the information that Ubre provided to police. Uh, he is new to Philadelphia. Ubre is new to Philadelphia, the Philadelphia area and is in his first year since signing a one-year free agent contract late in the summer. He was alone when he was hit. Now TMZ released video of a visibly injured Ubre returning home at which time his wife called 911. The Sixers guard was hospitalized for a broken rib, lacerations and other injuries. He has since returned to the team's practice facility. Uh, there's no immediate timetable for his return to the court. What's your smell test on this, Steve? It's kind of weird because I saw it, you know, all over social media yesterday, which always has a very honest and balanced feeling. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know, Nick. It, it seems there's something hinky about it. There is. We live in a day and age where there's just such a preponderance of video evidence. Yeah. Anything that happens, uh, uh, but I, I don't know. I think the dude's new to Philadelphia. He just didn't know where he was. He's got the wrong intersection. And if he did get hit by a car, of course he's going to be disoriented. 
tangent. Yeah. It could give the wrong information. I mean, when, when a vehicle's traveling down, I've, a friend of mine got, I mean, he wasn't injured, but he uh, the, the side view mirror of a car swiped him as it passed by, so it's conceivable. And there is that video of him coming home, right. and, and, you know, he's obviously injured, you can tell in that video. And then there's that video of him plotting with other people to pull a hoax on Right, himself. right, exactly. There's that video, there's too. There's that video where he says, watch what I do. Right. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to pull such a prank. Yeah. Yeah, he says that right into the camera. Yeah. Right. And the city's going to love me for it. And the Sixers are supporting him, saying, you know, there's no reason to not believe right. him. And, as, and under their breath, they're going, you better be telling the truth. <laughs> you better you be telling the bitch. truth. A two-alarm fire erupted on the Atlantic City boardwalk on Wednesday afternoon. Crews were called to the scene shortly after 4 o'clock on the 1100 block of the boardwalk at the Resorts Casino Hotel. According to officials, the flames began underneath the boardwalk and spread upward into the casino. The fire spread to the building's exterior wall and part of the sign above the boardwalk entrance. Video from the scene sh- uh, showed large, large plumes of smoke and flames coming from inside the building. The smoke and fire forced a brief evacuation of businesses located near the building's boardwalk entrance, officials say, and the casino floor remained open, however. Uh, say the only witness was the gentleman who had just been sideswiped by, <laughs> by a car. <laughs> for the Sixers. Firefighters were able to put out the blaze at about 4.30. Atlantic City Fire Chief Scott Evans said the two-alarm fire required 30 firefighters to extinguish, describing it as pretty serious. No injuries were reported at the scene. The cause of the fire was not yet determined. However, Evans said several possibilities were being looked at, including an electrical malfunction from utilities running underneath the walkway, or that the fire may have been caused accidentally by homeless people taking shelter underneath the walkway. There has been a stunning arrest in a murder-for-hire plot that left a Florida State University law professor uh, dead nearly a decade ago. The victim's mother-in-law was taken into custody as police say she was trying to leave the country. Dan Markle's former mother-in-law, Donna Edelson, is now facing murder charges. The 73-year-old was arrested at Miami International Airport Monday night after attempting to board a one-way flight to Vietnam. This isn't doing a lot to counter the mother-in-law narrative. No. She was apprehended on the jet. Way she had literally checked in and was walking into the plane, said Jack Campbell, a Florida state attorney. Markle was 41 when he was gunned down in the driveway of his Tallahassee home in 2014 while in a bitter custody battle with his ex wife, Wendy Edelson. Uh, Edelson wanted to relocate their two boys to South Florida to be closer to family, but Markle refused. That's why prosecutors say the Edelson family took matters into their own hands. Just last week, Wendy's brother, Charles, was convicted for Markle's murder. The Florida dentist was also found guilty. For, uh, of soliciting and conspiring with three hitmen to carry it out. Now prosecutors say Wendy and Charlie's mother helped arrange that murder plot too. Uh, in the police surveillance video, an undercover FBI agent confronts Donna and demands more money after the murder. Investigators say she later made a call to her son and according to the probable cause affidavit obtained by ABC News, Donna spoke to Charles in multiple jail calls over the past week where she told him she was getting things in order, creating trust and making sure that her grandchildren are taken care of. She uh-huh. even eventually discussed plans of suicide or fleeing to a non-extradition country. Soon after, prosecutors claimed she booked that one-way flight to Vietnam with a layover in Dubai. Donna appeared before a Miami judge Wednesday morning and is being held without bond. Both Donna and her daughter Wendy, Markle's ex, have previously denied any involvement in the crime. Wendy has never been charged. It's funny because the people of Dubai are a lot more restrictive on their laws where the Abu Dhabi do (laughs) a lot more to The Abu Dhabi do a lot more. They do a lot more. Yeah, yeah. In sports this morning. 
The Sixers lost to the Boston Celtics 117 to 107 last night at the center. After winning eight after winning eight straight games, the Sixers have now lost two games in a row. Jason Tatum scored a game high 29 points, and Drew Holiday added 18 points and rebounds and three assists for the Celtics, who improved to nine and two. The eight and three Sixers are on the road tomorrow night. We'll play the Hawks in Atlanta. Tip-off is scheduled for 7:30. The Flyers won again, beating the Carolina Hurricanes 3-1 last night in Raleigh. Owen Tippett, Travis Konechny. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Is that loud? Can you guys hear that? Right? Yeah. Uh, you want to hear it again? Yeah. <laughs> well. uh, Owen Tippett, Travis Konechny, and Ryan Poling scored the, to lead the Flyers to their third straight win. Goalie Carter Hart made his first start since November 1st and stopped 31 shots for his second road, road win this season. I'll bring that audio. Yeah, okay. Hart missed the previous two games after a bout with food poisoning and the three games before that with a mid-body injury. The Flyers are back home this weekend and will host the Stanley Cup champs, the Vegas Golden Knights, on Saturday afternoon. The puck is scheduled to drop at 1 o'clock. And in tonight's Thursday night football matchup, the Cincinnati Bengals will travel to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Kickoff is at 8.15. And that's what I have for you this morning. Kathy Romano, news yes, sports. Unbelievable. She is the definitive source for information. That is true. Yeah, she absolutely is. In Reuters contacts her. <laughs> we are happy that you guys are here this morning. Uh, this is going to be a very interesting day today. We have a lot happening. You guys have arrived on, uh, it's like the music intensive day of the week. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. It's going to make Woodstock look like nothing. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, but we uh, we are going to face some challenges as far as getting all the musicians prepared and, and ready to go. Not on their part, on our part, on our engineering staff, who is amazing, by the way. We were going through the scenarios last night on how this is going to happen. Uh, but uh, I'm, I have no doubt that things will come together eventually and we'll get it happening. In our way. Yeah, and I'll, I'll run down the, um, the details of all that in a moment. But uh, I want to mention a couple things uh, before I get into teasing exactly what's going on this hour, our spotlight. We have um, sponsors every hour, and this hour is sponsored by Deason Watson. Mm. It's a family thing, premium meats and artisan cheeses. I like to say that Get word. Get some artisan cheeses. Since 1939, and they are actually uh, serving up breakfast for volunteers, staff, and donors this morning. What? So, so when you come by, you can get some breakfast from these guys. Excellent. Uh, so we thank them for all of that. And also, um, man, I'm sorry. I have this donut, this half donut staring me in the face right here. <laughs> then why don't you eat it and then uh, with your mouth I was thinking full. about do it, trying yeah. that. Let's see. If you it, can it's, do a whole, it. it's a half of a donut. I'm going to try to shove this in here. You can do it. And then I'm going to tell you what's coming up on the show today. We're do going it. to break in like a minute. No, no, no. No, no, I can't. This what you call an on Why not? Do it. Because it's, it's... It's staring mo- at it's you. It's mocking you. Right. It's, yeah, it's okay. calling your name. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm going to try this. Here we go. You ready? All right. That's a lot. All right. Yeah. All right, now, come on. Dave Briere of the Flyers is stopping by. Okay. Is he by himself or is he going to be with no. somebody? Karen Hatcher from NBC Sports will be joining him. Oh, I like well. her. No, she's nice. She's, she's nice. a nice lady. She's a nice lady. <laughs> It's almost gone. You're good, man. All right, but can you do a turkey leg? Oh, yeah. I love turkey legs. Do we have turkey legs? Shell hates turkey legs. All right, anyway. um, Uh, Enough of our turkey legs. Enough about turkey legs. (laughs) The music portion of the program today, here's what's going to happen. We will have not only joining our... our um, 
live band this morning. Our um, good lord, a house band. House Thank band. you. Our house well, band. Because you still have donut in your teeth. Yeah, I know. You're in sugar shop. I'm distracted. Besides our house band, who I'm going to introduce in just a moment when they get started, we're going to have live music from the Don McCloskey band who played the MM Barbecue. Awesome. Don is great, and his huge band are coming by with the backup singers and the Hammond organ and all that stuff. It's going to be great. And we will also have the No Name Pops today. We are having a classical performance here in the tent. So this area in front of us, this is going to be the orchestra pit. We're going to have like, I don't know, 25 or 30 musicians with strings and brass and and, uh, also uh, vocalists, and it's going to be crazy over the top. The sound is amazing. Oh, it's incredible. It's going to blow you away. And not only that, they are going to be performing when we are done. What are you doing? I was playing no-name pops for you. Oh. See, now I couldn't even hear that. I know, and that's the problem. It would have been way funner if you could have heard it. But uh... (laughs) That's the no-name pops. They're good. They are. All right. Anyway, you should have heard it in Casey's head. (laughs) We all want to spend some time in Casey's head when we can. No, but the no-name pops, are gonna. we're going to have them perform a song on air. And then when we are done, when we hand it over to Pierre, they're going to do like a 20-minute show here in the tent for you guys. And they play, they're the pops, so they play contemporary music, but with classical instruments. It's pretty damn impressive. So We were blown away. uh, They're going to be doing that. And uh, we will also have our house band, who as soon as I say their name, they're going to start firing up and getting loud here, which is a wonderful thing. Uh, but besides that, we've got donations. We've got people to meet. we got stuff to talk about. And we want you to come here and be a part of Camp Out yeah. for Hunger. It is day number four. And ladies and gentlemen, our house band this morning, Good Men Fish! They are the band you want to see. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Camp Out for Hunger on 93.3 WMMR. Donation counts at Camp Out for Hunger. To see the list of Philip Bundance's most needed items, drop-off times, or to make an online donation, click WMMR.com slash Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price.
Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. band this morning, and I got something cool to say about Ryan, lead singer of the band. He is our local shots artist of the month. Hey, that's awesome. Ryan Wade, and all the details available at WMMR.com, so really stoked about that. I'll run down a list of some gigs that they've got coming up, and contact information. It's Goodman Fisk, with an E on the end of Fisk.com. GoodmanFisk.com. All right, we're going to take a look at traffic, see how we're doing this morning. Kathy, what's up so far? First, we'd like to thank Event Quip Courtyard, Philadelphia South, the Navy Yard, Town Square Rentals, Philly Pretzel Factory, Pods Moving and Storage, Comcast Business, Xfinity, and GBCA. Schuylkill Expressway, we have Volume building eastbound from the boulevard into University, westbound side from City to Belmont, 95 southbound. Slowing Academy to Cotton on the Vine, we have volume building westbound from 8 to Broad, the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill Expressway. Uh, the tractor trailer accident with the debris spill on the roadway, they've moved everything off to the shoulder. This is on the New Jersey Turnpike extension eastbound between Route 130 and the entrance to the New Jersey Turnpike. So the accident still there, but they've been able to reopen all of the lanes and then uh, the debris and the, the tractor trailer off to the side. 55 northbound, heavy from Deptford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by Discover. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. All right, Romano. Nice work. Uh, by the way, Kathy, I got a text. I don't know if it's legit or not, but the overturned tractor trailer and the debris. Yeah. Dead chickens. Dead chickens? That's what I heard. Seriously? Did, yeah, somebody dead texted chi- in and said they saw it. I don't know if it's true oh. or not. But, uh, so okay. Crank it up. I know. I, I thought Gene. Ronaldo. Yeah, I thought Gene would be Debbie. torn up by that. So. Bocephus. Sorry, but it's another tragedy. Bocephus? Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, another Gene Simmons. tragedy. All right. You can kill the Gene Simmons. You can music. kill the Gene Simmons. Thank you, Keith. Uh, there's something else I want to mention, too. Oh, yeah, I got another text. So each Is morning... one of the chickens? No, it's never one of the ki- chickens. Each one of the uh, each morning I've been coming in, I've seen that um, the Citizens Bank Park lights are yeah. on. Have you yeah, noticed yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, they were on last night, too, yeah. I found out why. I know why. Because, yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 you go. Uh, so it's uh, because they're doing the, the golf event over there. That's right. Where you can hit off of the upper deck and hit golf balls oh, down yeah. onto the... Uh, wanted to do an upper decker. Uh, onto the field. I talked to a couple of guys who were there last night, but they started early in the morning. I got a text from somebody that said they're headed over there right now. Actually, it says, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to head over to golf at Citizens Bank Park in just a minute, but they start as soon as the day begins. You've, yeah. got, you've got to get in on that. That'd be cool. Is there any way? We, you know, I, I, don't I know, know a couple of people, but you know what? Like, I didn't, I thought it was just basically a driving range, but it's not. You, It's like a nine-hole course that you do. Yeah. Yeah, they have uh, markings uh, on the, on the quote-unquote green down there, yeah. and you try to get them in a specific zone, and then you keep score. But I had no idea that was is, going on. Is that been going it, on all 
this week, or is it? I, I think it's been going on for a couple days. The lights have been on for a couple days. Yeah. Is it just an event, or are they raising money, or what's the? I'm not sure. Okay. No, it's do not know for profit. Yeah. Just an event. Okay. Yeah, John Brazier needs a jacuzzi. Uh, so that's what the deal was. If you saw the lights on, because I didn't think they left them on, you know, during the off season, but apparently I just assumed that's it was going on or us, Preston. I know, right? You like to, you know what? Keep keep, keep believing that. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, we're going to ask a stupid question this morning, and we are going to give away as a prize. I believe we have some WWE tickets for the correct answer. And, yeah, it's for Monday Night Raw right here at the Wells Fargo Center, Monday, April 8th. And the question I pose to you is this. In British slang, what is known as a moggy? A muggy? No, a moggy. A moggy. Yes, in British slang, what is known as a moggy? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. I'll go through some birthdays while we are awaiting your answer. Today is the 16th day of November, and this person has a place in the history of Camp Out for Hunger. It is Oksana Bayul's birthday today. Oh, yeah! Gold medal winning figure skater, and she came to one of our early, early Camp Out for Hungers when we were at the Adams Mark Hotel, and uh, she is 46 years old today. We had to do a uh, a game, a stunt, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, well, she, she when uh, when Vaisikahema, when we did car bowling, we bought a junker Hi. car and trash cans and we had Vi drive into trash cans. We set them up like bowling pins and she waved the flag for him to go. Yeah, yeah. So she was a part of that. So Oksana Bayul is 46 today. Uh, Lisa Bonet of The Cosby Show and A Different World. Ex of uh, Jason Momoa. Celebrates uh, her 56th. That's right. I forgot that they didn't make it. That's right. And, yeah. Randy, and uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, so 56 years old today. Uh, yep, she was a member of The Cosby Show. That's right! Show. Yeah. <laughs> Can anyone uh, spring me from prison? He's uh, out of prison now. Yeah, he is out of he prison. He might go back in, though. You never know. Uh, Marg Helgenberger. Always liked her. Yep, from uh, CSI, the uh, beautiful redhead that she is, but also kind of got her start or on the Cosby Show. That's right. She was on the Cosby Show, Preston. No. She wasn't. Uh, she was on CSI. Was that right next to the Cosby Show? No, I just didn't. Whatever. Oh, okay. the C in CSI stands for Cosby. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Cosby Scene Investigation? Exactly. What the hell happened here? Yeah. They all clean this up. <laughs> Uh, she was, she was all over the place. She's also on uh, China Beach. She's 65 today. Maggie Gyllenhaal has her birthday today. Uh, and Why does everyone keep saying you're so attractive? <laughs> uh, she's Jake's brother. And, yeah, she was in uh, Dark Knight. Uh, Beauty. And you are beautiful. But then again, I'm a stark raving lunatic. <laughs> Maybe not beautiful. Maybe pleasant looking. Yeah. In the right light. Oh. Yeah. She annoys me. She, you annoy Kathy, and for that reason, I'm going to slit your throat. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I think she's like in Tender Mercies. Uh, yeah, and in uh, excellent, and in uh, Crazy Heart, she's That's really fine. good in that as well. She was, uh, remember, she's the love interest yeah. in, in yeah. Crazy Heart. Uh, so yeah, she's a good actress. She's 46 today. Kathy hates her. No, no, I don't hate. No, it's not hate. It's just a little annoyance. Annoyance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then you have actress Martha Plimpton. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Goonies. Yep, she was in the Goonies. That is correct. Uh, she's also she's great in Parenthood. That's such a great movie. It's one of my all-time Her and Keanu Reeves. Yep. Uh, she's 53 today. Uh, jazz singer uh, and pianist Diana Krall, married oh. to Elvis Costello, has her birthday today. She's uh, beautiful and talented. She's a fantastic musician. And doesn't, is she, does she go out with Robert Plant? Alison Krauss. Alison Krauss. I always yeah. get those two. I know, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So she is uh, 59 today. Uh, Dwight Gooden has his birthday. Nick! Yeah. Nick! I almost brought my rookie card for a Getty Lee to sign, uh, but I didn't. So uh, Dwight Gooden turns 59 years old today. And then the last birthday I saw worth mentioning is Pete Davidson has his point day. Uh, and it's a big one for him. He's actually, he's uh, 30 years old. Why are we playing big balls? Because I don't have a big D uh, song. So. That's the rumor. Ariana Grande started it that he's well hung, but he says he's not. Maybe we should read through this song. I've got a big D. <laughs> You've got a big D. You think that would be as big as a hit? I think so. As big balls? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Why not? Uh, Pete Davidson is 30 today. All right, let's see if someone knows the answer to the stupid question this morning. We want to find out in British slang, what is a moggy? 215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Jane to see if we can get the answer. Hi, Jane. Good morning. All right, we've been having some issues the last couple of days. Let me try this again. Hi, Jane. Can you hear me? No. Yes, Preston. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Jane. Jane. What, what can I do for you, Preston? I want... <laughs> do you know what a moggy is? Yes, it's a half dog, half maw. No, it's not, actually. But Jane got it right because I see her answer on the phone line. What it, did I say? You said a cat. I was right. Yes. Congratulations. A cat is what a moggy is. <laughs> That's actually, is that meant to be the flip side of a doggy? Oh, that's, I didn't even think of that. I have no idea. But I, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they call it a coggy? I like it moggy style. Yeah. <laughs> In my ear. So, uh, you know what, I don't know the, uh, what, entomology? Is that uh, the proper term? Uh, you think, no, you think... Etymology. Enchilada. The, the entomans. I don't know the enchilada of that word. Entomology is the study of insects. Yeah. Uh, Etymology. 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 Word. Then what's anamami? Uh, yeah, it's a delicious soybean. Soybean. But I don't treat. like it without salt. Right. Uh, uh, I agree. I'm I agree. hearing that... Uh, In London, it's referred to as a dickfer. <laughs> wait, wait, what's a dickfer? What's uh, It's the peewit. <laughs> How do you spell moggy? M-O-G-G-Y. All right. It's yeah. a, like, a, that's like, a, like, like Aunt, you know, Aunt Moggy's here. Right. Yeah. yeah. It does sound something like right. that. All right. Very pleasant. Well, while Nick looks that up, I've got some information. This is pretty interesting entertainment-wise, entertainment news-wise. Will Smith is denying the rumors that he and his fresh Prince of Bel-Air co-star Dwayne Martin had sex. Uh, the King Richard actor's rep told TMZ on Tuesday this story is completely fabricated and the claim is unequivocally false. Um, this comes after Smith's former assistant, somebody named uh, Brother Bilal claimed that he caught the pair having sex on the set of the show. He said, I, wow. I opened the door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne having sex with Will. Uh, this was on an, uh, an episode of a podcast. But Jada Pinkett Smith addressed the rumor. She was being interviewed, and she said, we are going to take legal action. She said, it's one thing to have your opinion on somebody versus making up salacious, malicious stories. But this guy flat out 
said it, and they are flat out denying it. Well, let's see how far it goes, because uh, he may just be trying to get attention. It's yeah. like they, they, they went sure. legal immediately, says they, um, they, they want to take this all away. Yeah. I'm over them, too. Well... Uh, yeah, but and also, if he did, so what? Well, I think that so the thing what? was they were standing at the time they caught them and they were doing the Carlton, which uh, was uh, the ca- while yeah. having sex. While having sex, that's crossing the line. Yeah, you don't yeah. do that. Well, I don't know. I kind of want to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's it's a lot fun. of movement. You know what? So, so do I. <laughs> so, anyhow, we'll. See. Yeah, but it's, yeah. So what if he was having sex with a guy? But the the it's just that they constantly deny everything. So either there's all these people making up tons of stories or they're just liars and they're continually to deny everything like they did that they were a couple. Now they're telling us they haven't been a couple for 20 years it or seems, whatever it is. Yeah, it seems like a threadbare thing though. To ha- like, so, so what? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I, they, they, they're, they're, they haven't been in a conventional marriage for quite a while. Yeah. And if we all stop caring, it'll just go away. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but it's fun to talk about. It's like uh, Freddy Krueger in the first nightmare, Preston. If you don't acknowledge him, he disappears. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. All right, a uh, couple other things to mention. Uh, Jeremy Renner shared a video of himself uh, running and skipping along a driveway on Instagram on Tuesday to mark 10 months of recovery following that snowplow accident on New Year's Day. It's astonishing. I previously revealed he suffered 30-plus broken bones from the accident, and he said, uh, he captioned it, uh, today marks the, uh, the day on 10 months of recovery. First attempt at any of this activity, especially at a steep grade, and was brought to tears of joy. Hopefulness and gratitude for all your support, along with my family and friends. I keep pushing for many reasons, but you are my fuel. Preston, so, to put it in cool. perspective, last night I had chap lips and I was medevaced out of the Marriott. <laughs> we all have yeah, our yeah, threshold. <laughs> we all have our threshold. Uh, this is kind of fun. In an interview with Architectural Digest published on Wednesday, Robert Pattinson shared that his favorite couch was an inflatable boat that he spent that he slept on for six months. I, I think that might be kind of cool. I yeah. saw this and I was like, you know what? Yeah. That's uh, a great idea. I have a great inflatable boat that I have completely forgotten about. I was like, it's in my uh, garage right now, but I mean, it's like... It's, every night you, you could be Captain Casey. Well, I mean, it is a comfortable... Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, essentially, what is an air mattress but, you know, the uh, an inflatable raft without the rim? I tell you what I, what I really want to buy for this coming summer uh, for the beach is those things that you, you open them up, you fill them up with air. Yeah, I have one. And you close up the end, and it, it almost looks like a like a canoe or a vagina. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, and you... <laughs> It, you get in and snuggle in there, and it, it they're very comfortable. It's I, the beach vagina. Yeah. Everyone loves the beach vagina. Yeah. It's so warm and moist. <laughs> it is warm, so you definitely have to make sure that you're. it's not, like, super hot. Because I have one, and it's oh, really comfortable. I didn't think about it, so that the air warms up inside of it. It's in direct sunlight, I would say. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it is really, really comfortable, but uh, you have to lay it. Like, Casey, you just, you just catch air in it and then yeah. tie it up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, don't, you don't have to blow it up. You just kind of drag yeah. it. And and it catches air. Yep, it's got a big wide open. And, but is it comfortable? It is. Okay, it, I mean it's very very comfortable. But like, you know, he talks about like, you know, this was like a great time. And listen, he I'm sure the bed that he sleeps in is very very plush. And uh, but yeah. I just I think about the bed that I slept in before I got married, and it was broken. I mean, it was straight up like it was a. My brother tackled me on it. Yeah, it snapped it in half, and it ended up being the most comfortable bed. It had this little pitch to it. <laughs> Oh, after a while, your body imprint, it's molded yeah. to you. But, I mean, that wouldn't, you know, like, my, my, you know, my wife would be like, we 
are not sleeping on a broken bed right, every right. single night of our lives. But So Rob Pattinson said, my least favorite could also be my most favorite. He said, there was a time when the only piece of furniture I had for about six months was an inflatable boat that would double as my couch, bed, and dining table. I loved it very much, but it caused a lot of back problems. So uh, he, he loved it and hated it. Do you remember the, you came over, you guys saw the, the Russian efficiency style apartment I had at Y100. That me, yeah. yeah, that was a futon. Uh, and and I, I never even pulled it out and just slept on the couch. Did you like it? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I have I have wonderful memories of that time. Very good. All right. So Kevin Hart, this is great, uh, has been chosen to receive the Kennedy Center's Mark Twain Prize for Lifetime Achievement in American Humor, capping a three-decade career that has seen him rise from uh, open mics here in Philadelphia to become one of his greatest, one of his generation's most successful performers. Uh, Hart launched his career as a teenager performing at venues such as the Laugh House in Philly under the name of Lil Kev, and he recalled his early stand-up performances as a string of brutal failures that included being booed off the stage multiple times, and at one point he claimed having a piece of chicken thrown at him on stage. But he eventually got his style, figured it out, and started working his way into the movies, and uh, he is being honored with this. Listen, he's local, he's a great guy, we've had him on the show, but something above that, he's always sinking money into charities in Philadelphia and has done a lot to provide, like, um, computer labs and stuff for schools. Yep. I mean, he, he really uh, steps up. When these award shows happen, uh, the, the honorees usually bring in friends, and our buddy, Big Jay Okerson, is going to be here tomorrow. We, I wonder if Jay's going to go to this award ceremony. We yeah, because they go way back. They go yeah, way back. Yeah, they've yeah. known each other forever. And Jay alleges that Kevin Hart is secretly a New York Giants fan. What? Yeah. And uh, I want to ask him about that tomorrow. Okay. That's, that's controversial. No, right? All right. Uh, I know, right? Uh, Kennedy Center President Deborah F. Rudder said in a statement on Wednesday, we express our gratitude to Kevin for uh, enriching American culture and look forward to celebrating his exceptional career. What do you think? <laughs> he is one of those multi-entrepreneurial type of guys. Who's, what do you think his wealth is at this point? Uh, I, I have I a mean, hard time got- getting a beat on numbers like that. Yeah. But I mean, uh, you know, obviously tens of millions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. with all those endorsements that he tons does, too. He's, he's smart. He's gotten on board the commercials. You got to watch out for burnout. Right. You know, doing too much of it. But if you look at somebody like Shaq, like we've talked about before, <laughs> who outside of his NBA career yeah. has made tons of money for like the insurance commercials. And he's all made a vast fortune just from Little Caesars. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Let's see what else I have. What time? Here. We got time for a, a few more stories. Uh, let's go with this one. Uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson appeared on uh, the Tonight Show on Jimmy Fallon and said his next project is a live action remake of Moana. Um, he said, "Your real life Maui." Fallon had said that, referring to the character uh, that Johnson voiced in uh, 2016. He said, "I'm the real life Maui. Uh, I'm so excited about this." And uh, he started singing the song "You're Welcome" from the movie, which is a lot of fun. They just announced they're going to do an anime version of this live-action version of Moana. Oh, really? Yeah. Animated version of the live-action version. version. of the animated version of Moana. <laughs> and then Broadway is doing yeah. a, a musical Broadway. version of the musical version of Moana. Well, of the live-action version of the animated version. I'm glad you guys brought that up because there is a musical that is coming out. This is legitimate. And it is all about Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, <laughs> ski trial that happened oh, recently. Oh, yes. right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So the 
Pleasance, a theater in London, has announced Gwyneth, Gwyneth Goes Skiing, a satirical stage adaptation based on the 2016 ski slope collision with retired optometrist Terry Sanderson and the litigation that followed it this past March with Paltrow emerging victorious in the lawsuit. I think this has actually, I mean, on a comedy level, yep. this guy was clearly... I mean, it, when it turns out that he's actually the one that collided with her, I mean, it, it's completely absurd. Uh, Awkward Productions, which has previously staged Diana, the untold and untrue story, uh, is behind the production, which will run uh, from December 13th through December 23rd. Uh, the musical's official synopsis reads, she's the goop-founding, door-sliding, Shakespeare-in-loving, con- uh, consciously uncoupling Hollywood superstar. He's a retired optometrist from Utah. In 2016, they went skiing on the slopes of Deer Valley. Their worlds collided, and so did they, literally. Seven years later, in 2023, they went to court, double ouch. This is their story, kind of, not really. So that's what it reads. And uh, it's described as a, a story of love, betrayal, skiing, and somehow Christmas. Uh, Gwyneth Goes Skiing will star Linus Carp as Paltrow, and Joseph Martin as Sanderson, and will feature original music by uh, Leland, who has worked with the likes of Cher and Troy Sivan. So they're actually going to do, and it's a satirical thing. Yeah, it's a, a, like a classic off-Broadway production. Have you ever taken in like an off-Broadway show? Never. Yeah, I saw, um, what did I see? Uh, it was... Somebody famous? From Cheers. Uh, not uh, no. Eisenberg. Oh, oh, George Went. George Went. And he was just, uh, just by happenstance, sometimes you'll catch these shows oh. that they're hoping to get, obviously, on, on, on the bigger theaters. Yeah. But yeah, something like this seems like that. By the way, to remind you, Sanderson sued Paltrow for $300,000 in damages, and uh, he lost, and she countersued for just $1 in a symbolic thing, and also additional lawyer fees, and uh, it was uh, heavily memed when they were going. And you remember, as she was leaving the court, she wished him well. Oh, she did? Yes, she did. Okay. Uh, Speaking of her, a holiday-themed ad for uh, Goop was released on Tuesday. (laughs) Christmas Goop. Showing her recreating some of her most memorable looks. Uh, The video shows multiple Paltrows sitting down at dinner at a dinner table with goop items scattered about in addition to wearing uh, the same pink dress she wore to the Academy Awards in 1999 for Shakespeare in Love. She also recreated uh, characters such as Margot Tenenbaum from The Real Tenenbaums and Pepper Potts from Iron Man. Now you told me you and the family are going to spend a goop uh, goop miss. It's a goop miss. <laughs> yes, this Christmas. Uh, it's a special it's thing. It's a goop miss at the Elliott household. Yeah, and a goopy goop goop. Yep. And let's see, two more quick things. Deadline <laughs> Uh, that was great. It was horrible. I probably should have thrown a a new in there instead of goop. You're a goop. You're a goop. goop. You're a goop. Your face is a goop. Your face is a goop. Your face is so goop. Uh, wait, dude, was that a rim shot? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was you. Okay. Uh, Deadline reports that uh, Pedro Pascal could be the next Mister Fantastic. Um, I could listen. Uh, we're, we're on a Pedro Pascal high right now, so yeah, I, I think he could do it. I w- I would say anything that he does is great, but go back to the second Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, well, Remember? Listen, that wasn't his. I don't think. No, I know the whole yeah, movie sucked. It sucked. Yeah. yeah, it sucked. It uh, stunk. <laughs> that's right. It stinks. Uh, is that the one stretchy guy? Nineteen. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Right. yeah. But stretchy the, the, the uh, that that 1984 Wonder Woman is god awful. It stinks. It stinks. Uh, sources tell the outlet that uh, scheduling is still being figured out. With the Last of Us actor is likely to play Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four reboot. And then one last thing: Jimmy Kimmel has returned to host the 96th Oscar ceremony. 
marking the fourth time that he's emceed. Uh, he previously led the 2017, 18, and 2023 telecast. Uh, the 2017 ceremony uh, was the infamous La La Land and Moonlight Best Picture screw-up. Uh, he will now, Kimmel will sit alongside other four Peters, such as Whoopi Goldberg, Jack Lemmon, and Jack Lemmon, but the only people to host more times are Johnny Carson at five, Billy Crystal at nine, and Bob Hope did it 11 times. Uh, the Oscars, by the way, saw a ratings bump in uh, viewership this year, uh, attracting an average audience, audience of 18.8 total million, 13% from previous figures. So they did pretty well. So Bob Hope did a lot of those. Again, if you don't know, the Academy Awards presentation used to be a luncheon. Yep. Yeah, it was when a lot you, smaller. When you said four Peters, I thought you meant four guys named Peter sitting next to one another. Oh, I thought the guys meant with four penises. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like three, three Pete. For best penis. I'd never heard four Pete before. Four Peters. Yeah. yeah. I think they made it up for this particular gotcha. story. <laughs> All right, we are now ready for the clips. Here we go. Oh, oh, I got you, boo. All right, thank you, dude. All right, we will start with this one. Uh, what better week for the Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds, and Snakes to come out no other than Camp Out for Hunger Week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come out no other than... Okay, I got it. Uh, this film follows young Cornelia Snow as a mentor to Lucy Gray during the 10th Annual Games. And in this clip, director of all the Hunger Games movies, Francis Lawrence, talks about coming back to step into this world again. Here we go. I love being a part of the Hunger Games world, and because Suzanne created a book with new sort of thematic material, that was really exciting. But I really fell in love with doing a a villain's origin story, and also I love world creation movies, and so to go back 64 years and be able to really recreate this world in in a much more sort of rudimentary sense was really exciting. Shut the f*** up! All right, uh, next clip. Oh, by by the way, keeping... Yeah, see, normally there's a post line what times after that. All right, keeping with the Hunger game, <laughs> the Hunger theme, uh, producer of The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, Nina Jacobson discusses what this movie is set out to portray. Here we go. This is the story of the, the birth of a villain and how does a, a, a young man who's not set in who he is, who's still figuring out who he is, become the man who we now know as President Coriolan Snow. Where does that turn? happen and why does it happen so that was really what we you know set out to understand oh shut up woman uh the ballad of songbirds and snakes is out in theaters this friday by the way hit that again steve yeah and then hit it again. i want to hear that oh shut up woman you guys hear that all right just making sure because i can barely hear it up here we're trying to get things worked out we got a lot of audio oh, things that are going up, on woman. thank you uh you know the movie is supposed to be as you said is more about snow yeah yeah, he's the main protagonist in the movie, yeah, which yeah. is kind of wild. All right, uh, let me see. What are we doing here, Case? We're talking to some clients. We're talking to some people. Donors? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're yeah. kind of. Uh, we were. It was. Um, we were supposed to have Derek uh, from uh, the courtyard over here. In okay. Nathan. We're going to have a couple of different people from. All right. So we've had a last-minute change. A good right. one. All right. Uh, and I have. I see several people's names on here. So they, are they all being? Just these two ladies right here. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, wow. Okay, so we would like to welcome, uh, we, we have some help. Uh, uh, some of the staff members stay over at this amazing hotel, the Court.
Courtyard Philadelphia in the Navy Yard. It's the Courtyard Philadelphia South. And we would like to welcome uh, Deb. Oh, man, I'm going to mess up your name. <laughs> Clea? You did it last year. I, yeah, I, don't, I barely remember year. yesterday. I know. All right, Clea? Chilea. 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 All right, Deb Chilea. Yeah. And uh, Danielle Yingling. I know that. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here this morning. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. So, uh, no, okay, what's going on? <laughs> so, so first off, we brought a friend. So Danielle started this 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, the partnership between the Courtyard and awesome. MMR. So I wanted to bring her back for the 10-year anniversary. And she was instrumental with um, Casey's road trip. Yes, you oh, were. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. So yeah. Casey was, yeah. you, uh, you were saying it, Marriott's across the country. All across the country. Yeah. In fact, I think... Uh, the one time we were on the West Coast and I had like a, just a tiny little issue and I'm like, oh my God, I got to call her. It's like 11 o'clock at night and I called her. She was in San Francisco. Yeah. It was like, to, <laughs> like she answered on the first ring and, and honestly, like being able yeah. to like lay her head down at a nice comfy Marriott every single night made that week so much better. At both weeks, right? Both weeks. Yeah, both yep. times we did yeah. the we, yeah. we were actually having an organic conversation, I kid you not, about how good. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. How, and just spontaneous everyone started talking about the facility. I was telling Nick, I'm like, I just, I love this hotel. Yeah, I've stayed yeah. there many times, yep. and and here, I'm going to give away the big secret. I, I'm going <laughs> to do it anyway, and I've said it before. When there's a huge event here at the sports complex, stay at this Marriott. Yeah. Yes. You can walk over here. Yep. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I've done it before. It is the most convenient thing. You don't have to drive, nothing. You don't have to deal with the parking, any of that stuff. Casey has been scooting over here. Yeah. He's been using his scooter five minutes door to door to get over here. Door to door, you little dickens. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So, what do you think of the new room? So, we just did a four and a half million dollar room renovation, and you guys are probably one of the first to enjoy the rooms. So ah, they're thoughts? fantastic. Yeah, it's such a great hotel. I, I, I've stayed there a lot and for the very reasons. President just described. You can walk back and forth. You never have to worry about drinking and driving. I've, I've walked from camp out to the hotel every night this week. And uh, some of those times, it's because I've been drinking wine. And then I wanted <laughs> to get back over to the hotel. But the rooms are comfy. They're nice. And uh, and we're, we're lucky to have it in South Philly. And on top of all of that, the Navy Yard is fantastic. It's, yep. a, it's such a cool spot that's sort of this hidden gem in Philadelphia. And it's really cool that you guys are a part of that. Totally agree. So, and the Navy Yard keeps growing, right? So we broke ground on our first residential housing um, that will start to be built um, this year. Um, and then it just keeps growing. So there'll be shops and restaurants. Um, corporations have been moving in. So it is, it's a great getaway with Tinseltown right around the corner this yeah. winter. It's a great opportunity to make a weekend of it. I, don't so. think, I think people don't... <laughs> so yeah, Preston, it's a secret that a lot of people should know because it does make things so much easier. And then also you guys have the Bomboy, the, uh, the, the program, the, the, the credits, the points... Oh, yeah. staying at the hotel. I'm a member. Yeah, yeah as am I. Yeah. Sign up for your Bonvoy membership. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's awesome when you walk into the lobby here at the Navy Yard South. Uh, you guys have collection bins out. Yeah. You guys are not only, you know, providing us with rooms, but you're also getting involved in the Absolutely. collection process. And that's the whole part about the Navy Yard, too. Yeah. And even when we were there 10 years ago, um, just building the hotel, Derek and I, wherever Derek is around here, um, it was an amazing opportunity because we, we really were immersed in the Navy Yard and how much it's grown and it's a huge community and collaboration of partners and a little later this morning the navy yard will bringing will be bringing over their food donation uh-huh. as a collective oh. so that's really what it is it's a 
community of that. So we're here to talk about what the courtyard's bringing, but as the Navy Yard, that food donation's coming later. Excellent. needs to collect it around. That's great. So you guys do have a donation you're making today? So with the, the donation of the rooms for all yes. of the crew and staff, it equates to about $15,000. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yet another cog in the wheel of this event that that has become really, really gigantic. I, I can't believe we've been doing this for, for ten years with ten you guys. Years. a decade. I had no idea until you until you said that. I had right. no idea. So that's uh, phenomenal. We love this partnership. Yeah, it's so. amazing. And, and like Deb said, I'm really excited to be up here. I live in Florida now, so I flew up for this. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. So I'm really excited to be back 10 years later. Did you bring us T-shirts? Guys, so. You know what, Danielle, in honor of that, we're going to let you play with the band this time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did play drums in the seventh grade. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Anthony, you want to take a break? He's saying come on over. All right, well, thank you guys so thank much. Thank you so much. Appreciate yeah. it. Let's hear for thank Deb you. and Danielle. Thank you, guys. Excellent. Yeah, where, where would we be without Marriott? Yeah, they're, they're phenomenal. All right, speaking of the band, we're going to have a lot of music this morning, so why don't we just go ahead and take the break. I'm going to fire up Good Man Fisk right now. They're going to play us in. We'll be back in a moment. Come see us at Camp Alcohol. Got camp out questions? Get camp out answers at WMMR.com slash camp out. Hours, directions, parking, and more all in one place. WMMR.com slash camp out. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. WMMR! Our Camp Out for Hunger is on. That is good man Fizz. Playing an original song from Ryan Wade, our local shots artist of the month. And we are loving having these guys here again this week. And you can come down this morning and get some live music here in our tent. We have a variety of live music options for you. We're going to get to all that in just a little while. But we got business. We're going to handle a look at traffic. Kathy, what's going on? We'd like to thank Light Action Productions, IMS Technology Services, Skelly's Amusements, NRG, Shapiro Fire Protection, Broadcasters General Store, Lex Electric Company, and UPS Powered by Shore Power. On the Blue Road this morning, northbound, we're jammed 95 to the Media Bypass, southbound side from Norristown to the Schuylkill Rwanda Media. Uh, Schuylkill eastbound backing up 202 into Gulf Mills, Gladwin to Belmont, westbound direction, jams Bear Avenue to the Vine Expressway, and then City out to Belmont. 95 southbound, that's slow, Academy to the Vine Expressway. Uh, Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound, slowing from Virginia Drive to Fort Washington, and then in New Jersey, uh, on 42 North, volume building 41 to 295, 55 northbound, slowing from Deptford to the 42 freeway. And then uh, the New Jersey Turnpike, the extension between Route 130 uh, and the actual Turnpike entrance. We had that tractor-trailer accident with debris in the roadway. Uh, it is off to the shoulder, and Preston, I did confirm uh, that it was chickens, but they were alive. Some busted out of the crates, and they ran uh, into the woods, and then there were others that were run, killed. Run, yeah. run like the wind, young one. Uh, I, I know, yeah. and I'm not going to steal this joke, but I'm going to 
joke because the information's coming from Bob Kelly over at Fox 29. He said all the flags at Chick-fil-A will be at half mast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Thanks for that one, Bob. This traffic report is brought to you by Active 6. COVID-19 restrictions have lifted, but COVID re- research isn't done yet. Learn how you can participate in the Active 6 study. Visit active6study.org slash radio. That's active6study.org slash radio. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you, Kathy Romano. All right, something we need to do. It is 722, and we have yet to put people into our privilege section right down front here. So Casey gets to choose two people from the audience that get to sit in our big, cushy, fluffy seats on the riser up front for about an hour or so. And it is brought to you, by the way, our friends Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia sponsored. So what's up, Casey? Who's it going to be? Well, I've been actually scanning the audience all morning long. Who wants to sit in the privilege section? Just... All right. Okay, good. I saw a hand go up uh, that I that um, I'm going to select. And listen, I, I love your Carl Havoc shirt. Uh, Steve's wearing a Carl Havoc shirt right now, but I, I wanted to point that out for you, Steve. A little Thank later you. On. Yeah. But who I'm choosing is Shane. Shane has been here every single morning, and uh, yes, reward you. He's just a man. Now, Shane, there's two seats there. I know you're so, you're solo right now, so you can you can choose to uh, you know have whoever join you. You, know, you don't have to sit there all by yourself this morning. Yeah. Yeah, is there anybody you see, Shane, that you might want to have uh, join you? I'll have Mr. Richard Simmons here join me. All right. Oh, Richard oh, Simmons. Dick, that's Dick Simmons. Yeah, Dick, Dick Simmons, right. who was at our uh, Belly Flop Championship. He's also known as Sexy Chewbacca. Uh, so, yeah, Shane, you come out here every morning, don't you, ma'am? Mm. 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 All right, go sit down. Go sit down. Enjoy it. Let's hear for Shane and Dick Slimmons. Once you get Shane started, he will not shut up. Oh, my God, right? Right. He listens every day, and you ask him a direct question, and he nods his head yes. (laughs) And goes, hmm. All right, well. Who are you? (laughs) He can sit down and relax, and that, like I said, is brought to you by Live Casino Hotel Philadelphia. Have we met? (laughs) Voted Best Casino in Pennsylvania. All right, we are going to welcome some people to our microphone right now. We were chatting with them briefly backstage, and they've partnered with the Camp Out for Hunger for a number of years, and we are happy to welcome, and I got, I'm got i going to go through the names first, and then I will reveal where you guys are from. We have uh, Shari Krasinski, Pat Ward, and Justin Dunn, and they are from Wisfis. Hey! WSFS. And uh, Sherry is the uh, Chief Consumer Banking Officer. Pat is the Pennsylvania Market President. And Justin is the Senior Vice President Chief Marketing Officer. Homyonkle. So we got the Homyonkles here with us this morning. Good to see you guys again this year. It's great to see you. Thank you so much for having us back. This is honestly one of the best things we get to do all year. Awesome. Well, we look forward to it. You guys are always so generous. And uh, explain there are people who still don't quite understand what WSFIS stands for. Illuminate them. Well, WSFS, we stand for service. It really does stand for Wilmington Savings Fund Society. We're actually one of the oldest banks in the country, one of the 10 oldest banks wow. in the country. We were headquartered in Wilmington, Delaware, but we have headquarters in Philadelphia and cover the greater Philadelphia and Delaware marketplace. So come see us yes. sometime. Excellent. You guys have always made uh, reaching out and doing stuff in the community a major part of what you do, and you support the Camp Out for Hunger, and we love that. Yeah, this is our sixth year supporting Camp Out for Hunger. I want to give a shout-out to the WISFIS 
team that's here. They're volunteering. They're so excited to be here. So, Team Whispers. I've said this before, but whoever films and shoots your commercials deserves an award because they make Philadelphia and the surrounding area in Wilmington look so great. There are these aerial shots, and you can see the city in the background. I love watching Wish's commercials, which probably sounds ridiculous, but it's genuine. Like, they're really well done. We certainly appreciate that. Yeah. Who's, who, who's in charge of it? Do you know? It's this guy. Oh. Oh. He, does, he does an amazing job. And actually, we're really proud of those ads because it showcases this amazing market that we get to be part of in this community, so. I think we just got a new marketing idea from Shane down here. It'll be Wispus. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. the, uh, that's the new ad campaign, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, listen, I remember the first year you guys came at Camp Out for Hunger, and I remember us being so excited. We're like, they brought hats for everybody. <laughs> we love the Wispus hats. We were yeah. so excited you guys had hats yeah. for everybody. Wait a minute, what are you digging in there? All right, what do we have? <laughs> we more we have more hats! Hats, 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 hats. You get a hat. You get a hat. And you get a hat. And you get a hat. All right. Thank you. They have the best hats. I'm telling you. And it fits over my headphones. It does. Wait a minute. Can we all do that? Oh. Wow. Don't we look special? Um, yes. I love all this. And I love all the sweat. See, I like the... What, is, what do they call the ball? The, is it the testicle on top yeah. of that here? Well, this is a... This uh, the, the ball comes from, I, I think it might be called a tam. I'm not sure. I, I believe you're right. Yeah, like yeah. a tam o'shanter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they would use these hats. These type. The, the actual hat is called a toque. Right. Uh, but the little ball on top was used for miners when they would be in the mine, and so they wouldn't bump uh, their head on the top really? of the... Really? Yeah. Like an antenna. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To so, fight off wild boar. So you wouldn't uh, b- bang your head on the ceiling. And yeah. it, 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 it cushioned it a little. And do you know that it's um, they're usually held on by just one uh, string, so you can snip it if you don't like it on there, and then you have a beanie. Snip it good. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. Sounds like you don't like them. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I do. I, th- that's just how they're made, in she's case a, you don't, and then you, you can just take Man. it. Hey, there we go. She's well, our news person. Well, now we're happy, and we have our hats, and you guys have a donation this morning, right? We do. All right. Now, this is a two-parter, I think, right? It, it is. Very special this morning. We always have to do something creative, but of course, we brought our big check. All right. Wow. We love big checks. <laughs> big check! So hold your applause until we get both the check amount and then the the the, uh, the food pound amount, and then then we're gonna love yeah, that. Okay. So, so in, uh, in honor of the twenty sixth year of Camp Out for Hunger, we have another gift for you guys in the can. Okay. Wow. All right. I like that. We always love it in the can. Yes, we do. We have a food voucher for twenty six thousand pounds of food. Yes. All right. Go for it. And not just a big check, that's a light-up gift voucher. It's got all kinds of flashing lights on it. That's it's a blinky voucher. The coolest blinky voucher I've ever seen. I want the can. <laughs> Only the finest. The I, can, the voucher, the check, we want it all. And yeah. on top of that? And then we have a check for $5,000. Yeah! I can only hit the confetti once, so they got it one time. Oh, that's <laughs> most guys are like that. Phenomenal. 26,000 pounds of food and $5,000. That is a huge combination. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for all your continued support. It's amazing. All the good that'll do. We, we, uh, we love you guys. Enjoy it. Thank you, Sherry Thank and you. Pat and yeah. Justin from Wispis. And their awesome hats. Isn't that awesome? It is wonderful.
Uh, by the way, I want to mention something because I know we're going to have our friends from uh, Campbell's on a little bit later on this morning. Uh, but there's a cool event that's or a cool special that's taking place today for people who come to, down and make a donation today. Uh, and that will go until 8 o'clock tonight. If you make a donation of 230 pounds of food or more, by 8 p.m., you can get registered for a chance to win two tickets to the Eagles-Giants game. Oh, At the link on... Christmas Day. Yes. And the reason they're doing 230 pounds is that is the weight of Eagles linebacker Hassan Riddick, who also happens to be a member of the Chunky Sacks Hunger Soup Squad. Love that guy. So 230 pounds or more, make sure you get registered by 8 o'clock today. Make sure you get registered for the uh, the game day tickets for the uh, Christmas Day. That's uh, phenomenal. Yeah. All right, so we have a few minutes to play with, and um, I wanted to see if you guys wanted to do one of our features, and we can either do, and I'll let you guys choose. I'll let the audience choose, yeah. yes. Uh, either the Just Saying Institute or the Junk Drawer. Which would you guys rather? So, everybody who wants to hear Junk Drawer, make some noise. Yeah. Alright, everybody who wants to hear Just Saying Institute, make some noise. Junk Drawer. Junk Drawer it is. Alright, let's do that. Got some stories I'm going to dig out of the drawer here for you. Let's see what we got. All right. Sorry, Case, I had to turn that down. All right, so I I found this story, uh, and this is interesting. I want to see what you guys think about this. So the backlash against self-checkout is growing. Yes. Stores are starting to dial back on the technology, even though it's exploded over the past few years. So uh, Booth's, a British supermarket chain, said that it's removing self-checkout stations in all but two of its 28 stores in the U.S. Walmart, Costco, Wegmans, and other chains have also revised their self-checkout strategies. So they're going to shrink them down a little bit. So I heard a complaint from someone uh, yesterday who will go unnamed, but they went to a very uh, popular um, sort of higher-end market and said there was literally no one in there. It was all self-checkout. Right, like, no, there was not, it was basically completely autonomous and they had very specific things they wanted and they couldn't get them. They had to buy it in, in different sizes that they didn't want. And they were bemoaning the fact that a lot of the uh, a lot of the stores are following suit. People want someone to talk to. In my uh, hunt for snowballs the other day, I went to the Acme in Oregon, and I had such a pleasant encounter with a lady working the register. She she could not have been nicer. It made my night better. And the the woman that was in front of me in line, and see if it was like the ten items or fewer. Right, or whatever, right, right. She um, the woman in front of me in line did not have her Acme uh, club card with her. So the lady just looked it up, gave her the discount. You know, and like you're not gonna. She's not going to do that. I'm going to fire laser beams at you. <laughs> exactly. What makes me determine whether I'm going to go through self-checkout or not is whether or not I have a lot of produce. Sure. Because if I have produce, yeah. Yeah. then you got to play the little game where you look up the number and enter the number, and every store has a different way to do it, and sometimes you have to weigh all these things, and I'll, I'll mess it up. And then I, then somebody's got to come over and so say, excuse me, sir, do you need some help with are, that? Are you actually buying an elk, or did you mis-enter the information? Yeah, so I don't mind uh, the self-checkouts, but it's when it comes to that part of it, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, for the so. quick stuff is fine. But yeah. when you're doing a lot, you really, it, it, and, and in general, as you pointed out many times before, Preston, people like those little mini interactions. Yeah, self-service machines actually were first introduced in the 
subsidies, and they were mainly to lower labor expenses. And uh, they shifted the work of paid employees to unpaid customers. And then, you know, some people don't have jobs. Well, and now the self-checkout uh, machines are unionizing, Preston. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Organized? Yeah, absolutely. They're going out on strike. Wow. So retailers are rethinking self-checkout. They found that self-checkout leads to higher merchandise losses uh, from customer errors and intentional shoplifting known as shrink rather uh, than human cashiers ringing a customer. So they call that shrink. They call it shrink, yeah, from, so. from, uh, from that. So um, it, this kind of amazes me because I've actually had it happen where I placed an, a paper bag on the scale. And it, before the whole protocol, the procedure, I didn't know what you were supposed to do first. It was reading the bag as an item. Okay. So that's how sensitive the scale okay. is. Yep. And there's always like two people there, yep. you know, with eyes on you. Yeah. So totally. I'm amazed that they're having issues because of that. All right. So heads up on that. Let me go back into the junk drawer, find another one. And let's see. Ah, here ah. we go. I brought the, my actual uh, junk drawer here yeah. with me, the actual physical drawer. It's underneath it's amazing. here. Did you guys, you guys didn't realize he actually carries a junk drawer with him. All right, so this we've already covered, but this is apparently now hit TikTok. And there's a woman who has gone viral in America after admitting that she thought that Alaska was an island. Okay? <laughs> uh, in her video, Sabrina Abri confessed that due to maps that she saw in school growing up, she assumed Alaska was a island smaller than Texas and it and the, uh, I think the reason she found out about it was because she has a Canadian boyfriend he she said you can't drive he said something like about driving to Alaska and she said you can't it's an island what kind of brain dead is that <laughs> I mean that's ridiculous for those of you who don't know Kathy thought she didn't know that you could drive to Alaska I didn't think it was I don't think I thought it was an island but I didn't think you could drive there yeah you didn't think you could drive from the United United States to, to, right, to, Alaska. to Alaska. Yeah. How do you drive through water? Yeah. So uh, apparently Alaska is often shown in a separate box next to a map of the contiguous United States. Uh, and it's also usually drawn to a different scale. That's the one thing that's kind of interesting because they shrink it down. Yeah. Yes, they it's do. It's so big. So when they're presenting it yeah. like in a standard page in a 2D version, yeah. um, y- you really lose the scale of just about everything. Yeah. It's massive. Have you seen an overlaid, uh, uh, the actual size of Alaska overlaid across the contiguous uh, uh, lower 48? No. It, it stretches from one side to the other. I mean, really? that's how big it is. It's it's two or three times the size of Texas. Yeah. It's so vast. And Steve, I know you've been. I've never been. It's gorgeous. I, I really want to get there. It's There's... the most amazing. If you ever get a chance, don't don't be dissuaded by the fact that you see these cruise lines with 100-year-old people on the... Yeah. It, it, don't worry. It's awesome. It's there, unbelievable. There's eight or nine national parks there and a, a few of them you have to get like dropped off by a, a you know small prop plane or whatever but yeah i definitely want to because you can't drive there That's right. so if you were if you were to split alaska in half both of those pieces would still be bigger than texas i believe that's correct yeah it's, it's, a lot of that, people would die and, and a yeah, lot of people would, would die that <laughs> i mean honestly i mean we're not gonna do that just the but, wildlife alone yeah this is half a moose uh-huh. there's, a, there's a great quizzo question which is uh which state has the easternmost point in the united states and which has the western most and it's the say it's Alaska because it, it crosses the international dateline at one point so it's the farthest east and it's also the farthest west interesting that's a tricky little one so if you thought that Alaska was an island you're not alone I mean you're in a small percentage of people but uh, you are not alone so I just thought we'd share this woman is going you learn stuff all right here's another one uh, let's see 
Americans expect to gain eight pounds over the holiday season. This week. This week. Seriously. Uh, 72% of Americans are planning to enjoy the end of the year without worrying about their diets. A poll of 2,000 U.S. adults found uh, the average respondent expects to gain eight pounds compared to 5.5 pounds last year. That's a substantial amount of weight gain during the holidays. It is. Uh, 66% use the end of the year to postpone healthy habits. And it takes the average respondent about 19 days to get back on track and start healthy new habits. Now, you're good. I, I'm good as well at this stuff. But how, what is what is the most seductive thing someone food-wise can place in front of you that will just really test your resolve? Well, it's going to be sweet stuff for sweet sure. Stuff. So it's it would be um, like a really badass dessert like tres leches <laughs> or uh, tiramisu yeah. or some kind of awesome ice cream. I'm gone, dude. I You know, it's crazy. We had, we had dinner at this Greek restaurant the other night, and I had a dessert that I've never had before. It was this. Uh, was it, it baklava? Was, no, it wasn't baklava. It was, I know what that is, but this is a, uh, it's like a, um, uh, a custard with like a phyllo crust around it. And it was just, it was sex on a plate. Preston, man. I'm phyloing that in my pants. You should. Yeah. It was, it was phenomenal. And I just like couldn't stop eating it. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yes. Speaking of, so last night we had dinner served for everyone who came by and donated last night. Oh my God. And it, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It was from the Steven Star Restaurant uh, LMNO. Remember, we were we were doing a read for them LMNO and POD Pod. And so they brought the food, and I didn't know who it was. I like, forget everything, and I take a bite of this enchilada, and I and I'm like, this is some of the best Mexican Dude, food I've ever had. Everyone was freaking out, and I went over and I told one of our reps about it. And she's like, yeah, that's at Steven Star Restaurant. I'm like, of course it is. Yeah. It was outstanding. The Mexican street corn on top of the burrito last night with a little bit of salsa on the side. I wanted to uh, drink it. It was delightful. Yes. So if you come by here, sometimes you get fed amazing food when you stop You're rewarded for your generosity. Yes. We're, we're feeding people who need it and feeding people who help out as well. So that was a wonderful little treat. And that will make me fat over the holidays, <laughs> too. So food like that. All right. What else do we have in the junk tour? Let me see here. How about... All right, this one. This is interesting. Uh, formerly known as Orbital Assembly, a place called Above Space Development Corporation is a competitor in commercialized space enterprises. And the company recently proposed a pair of space hotels dubbed Voyager Station and Pioneer Station, listen to this, that they say could be in operation within the next two years. A space, two space hotels. I do not believe this at all. I do no. not believe that they can put this together in two years, but they are claiming that they are Have going they to... suggested what the event... Will it be basically Skylab, or will it be like a... Um, uh, like, will it be a little bit more ornate, a little bit more... More ornate. Country? So, really? I mean, I mean, it's going to be... Will it be like the Marriott? I don't think so. It's going to be a little more bare bones than you would expect, uh, you know, rather than a standard hotel room, but Above Space Development aims to make business for humans available in the space ecosystems through the development of gravity-capable space stations what? on orbit in 
Uh, cislunar space, they call it. I don't know what cislunar space is. The company recently signed an agreement with NASA called the Umbrella Space Act Agreement that would uh, enable above to test and validate its software technology and components that could be used in the future cislunar space stations. What the hell? And near-term launch projects. So the hotels would both operate on artificial gravity. So that, to me, if they had, that would be a massive development. I haven't heard Word one about yep. the creation of artificial gravity. Uh, so the, I pose that to you, sir. Uh, the COO and architect said, as we are generating artificial gravity through rotation. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, this introduces new structural scenarios that are unique to the space environment. Uh, so he said, because anti-gravity is extending uh, its appeal to parties interested in space travel. However, above space development explains that their orbital lab can, with partial gravity, simulate lunar or Martian environments or zero. OG for a waitlist. All right, question. Yeah. If it was affordable, and if it does, you know, within the next couple of years, they do manage to uh, send up two space hotels, yep. and you have the opportunity, would you do it? I don't know, man. I mean, because the, the trip... What if there was Tres Leches? <laughs> ah. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I mean... Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's dangerous to travel there. Yes. It's very dangerous, so maybe not... What yet? if you lose your luggage? Uh, maybe, and if... Well, it's on the luggage rocket. Right. Uh, <laughs> it follows you up, yeah. So uh, maybe in a few years, when, I, when, I, when I'm uh, even a little older, and I, and, I, and I realize my time is maybe running a little shorter. I don't care ah, if I die. Screw it. I don't care if I die yeah. at this point. I don't know, ma'am. I don't know. What about you? Yes, I, I, I would. I, I think it's, yeah. it's an amazing thing. So what I always think of uh, in this case is, uh, in 2001 A Space Odyssey, he goes up, there is that spinning yeah. space station, and yeah. aboard it is a Hilton, uh, you know, and they have the hotel depicted that way. So, I don't know, man. You know, it's if you had the opportunity, I'd call up in any one of these because it's the dream of a lifetime. Oh, it's yeah. every science fiction fantasy you've ever had. Yeah, so they, but, but two years, uh, that's that's the reason that story stood out to me, is because yeah, it just... Seems, yeah, it seems a little quick. Yeah, so we'll see. Alright, we'll keep an eye on it. Alright, let me see what else we got here. Going into the junk drawer. Look, he's going into a junk drawer. Uh, or a stack of papers that I have in front of me. Uh, let's see. How about this one? London Research has found alternative therapies like cuddle curing and brain spotting may not offer real health Those benefits. are variations on movie titles. Uh, you're right. Train spotting? What, what would cuddle curing be? The cuck. Oh, the yeah. cuck. Okay. No, uh, practitioners can charge up to $300 per hour for these treatments that have apparently no demonstrated benefit. <laughs> So, <laughs> so what is the first one? Cuddle curing involves extended hugs and is intended to help with depression and PTSD. Nick, could you demonstrate that on Kathy? No, yeah, don't yeah. touch me. Take your shirt off. No, <laughs> no, don't touch me. <laughs> Come on, it's for science. Let's go, let's go in the bed in the RV for a little Ew, bit. Oh God, stop talking. Don't you want to be healed? Yeah. Wouldn't that be that? Kathy could open up a a type <laughs> yeah. of therapy. No. Uh, for, it's called get real. Yeah, for guys yeah. for guys that aim too high. Yeah. She's my get realist. And the whole time... I try to it, touch her and she tells me to stop. Stop it. Ew, gross. You're disgusting. You're gross. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop talking. That's the therapy. Why that's, do we That's your here? session. Yeah. That'll be $550. Thanks for coming. Yeah. I'll see you next week. Go yeah. away. Thanks for not coming. Don't forget to visit my OnlyFans page. Uh... <laughs> 
So brain spotting, I don't know what that is. It's a, it's another technique which claims to address trauma. You'd have to look that up. I know brain. what you do. You, you if you they, they use a magic marker and they make dots on your head. Okay. Brain we are brain spotting you right now. Uh, so Come on, leave it in the gym. According to uh, Matt Wooden, who's one of the uh, study authors, said at best they may offer some form of short-term benefit thanks to a placebo-like effect. Uh, but at worst, they will make patients' mental health worse by failing to tackle the issue at hand. That's a big problem. So have you, uh, have you ever tried any sort of um, trippier type of, like, like the yeah. light pulse mask? I did, um, uh, I, I did I uh, did uh, acupuncture. Yes. And uh, because my neighbor swore by that it helped out his back. Any results? And uh, not for me personally. Did you have tiny holes in your body? I go, in, I go into these things open-minded, hoping that they will work, and I will try them out, but I am, I, I try to be real about whether I have an effect from it or not. Right. And go, did this really help me or not? Yes or no. And and I don't try to go, wow, I really feel better. And I'm kind of tricking myself into thinking no. I'm better. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? When you went for your back, did they not put needles in your back? Um, I don't remember. I, because I also went for back pain and not one needle was put in the back area. Yeah, that's because... Because they use other trigger points. Exactly. I was like, oh, So okay. where, where did yeah. they put the, uh, the needles? I mean, it was everywhere. It was like my ankles. It was my wrists. It was my shoulder. Like, it, it, yeah. it just Shoulders. didn't go... Were they just go... pulling darts? <laughs> Probably. It just yeah. didn't go, like, where I was experiencing oh. pain at that time. Huh. Steve, I did this thing called EMDR, which stands for Eye Movement Desensitization, uh, Desensitization and Reprocessing. And what it is, is basically you sit in a chair, and there's this light screen that flashes lights back and forth. It's, it's almost like... Uh, um, uh, close Encounters. Oh, okay. Lights on the, on, right. on yeah, an yeah. alien ship, right? And the reason for doing it is it helps you process trauma. Oh. And if it's, it's, it's accompanied by talk. This was after your accident? Uh, no, this huh. was um, post-college, uh, mid-20s, whatever. Oh. And it helps you deal with anything in your life that might have been traumatic. And from what I understood from my therapy sessions, um, when um, returning veterans use it for post-traumatic uh, stress syndrome, it's very, very effective. Huh. And it quite literally literally helps um, your brain erase trauma. And for me, it was, for me it was effective. Huh. Okay. And I'd never done anything like that before. Um, I know I, some people I recommend it. that. Yeah, yeah, I recommend it. And then, wow. uh, guy, did, we did, I've done the cryotherapy. Uh, Kathy, we did that. Uh, yeah. And then, and then those red lights, what are those? Red things? light, the red light therapy? You're supposed to stop where, your car. Ah. <laughs> no, where, yeah, where you go into like the little room and there's just the red lights are on. Yeah, it's supposed to help with like circulation, inflammation, all that kind of stuff. I, I didn't get anything. I've that. I've done all of these, but the best one was, and I'm trying to find the name of it because I can't find it. But um, when I was experiencing, I was having some sort of reaction to uh, obviously something that I was putting on my skin, and I went to every doctor. We, you know, we were trying to figure it out, couldn't figure it out, so I was doing these alternative treatments for some relief because it was you know pretty painful, it was itchy, all of that. And I did this like it was this light thing. Okay, at you I, must be a great patient. Wait, no, what is Steve, this? This Steve, is no, I went. I I sought him out. I found him. He was the only person in this area that does this therapy, and it said that it will help with, you know, like an undiagnosed urticaria, which is what I had. Did you notice immediately? I No! Steve, I sat in this little room. He had this box. It was like a, a I don't know, like it was right, like a pointer take like this. Top off. Steve, yeah. no, it was like a pointer, and he like went like this and oh. kind of just did like a little circle around my head. And then he was like, okay. He was like, uh, go ahead on out. And uh, he's like, that's $750. What? Oh, I was just my like, God. what happened? 
I go? Am I coming back for 20 more treatments? What did you just do? So he, he was like, you'll see the effects. You know, you should see the effects in about a day or two. I never went back. What a scamp. So he's like losing, using, like a laser pointer. I, Steve, I don't even know what the hell it was. I don't, he had a computer. It was, there was like these lines on the computer, and he had some pointer at my head, my forehead. <laughs> yeah. And what was it called again? I, th- I'm trying to find him. I know that he, this, this wonderful person was in uh, a, a town near me. So I, I was trying to look for him. I, I can't remember the name of the quote therapy, Preston. Okay. But I'll see if I can find it. Wow. That's okay. crazy. Wow. All right. It- 750 bucks. And you I tell know you what? We go in the RV right now. I'll do the same thing. Yeah, right, exactly. And you know, my mom was like, you should try it. You never know. It probably will work. Oh, yeah, of course. Mom said <laughs> yeah. that, right? And nice. don't forget to put uh, tomatoes on your butt. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, try it. Whatever. If it works for you, it works for you. Rock on. But uh, apparently cuddle curing is, uh, and we never did find out what brain spotting is. I have no idea. So, but don't try it. Apparently, go according to these guys. All right. Uh, that's it. That's all we have time for in the junk drawer. Get good man fist ready to go because we're going to be taking a break in just a second. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle, for my uh, jingle, by the way. I do appreciate that. Uh, let me see. What do I want to mention? Oh, yeah. Um, later on today, uh, lunch for our volunteers and staff is going to be provided by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Hey! <laughs> I've wanted those goddamn things for a while now. Your dream has come true. There we go. That's my therapy. Uh, so I'm going to sit in a dark room and eat those things. They are proud to help fight hunger in our communities, and they will buy this afternoon, and our volunteers and staff are going to get uh, a little yumminess from those guys, which is wonderful. And I do want to tell you, we have some um, musical things that are happening this morning. Uh, our buddy Don McCloskey and his man are going to be coming by. They're going to be performing later today. And the No Name Pops. We're going to have a orchestra here this morning. We're going to fill out all this area in front of us with people playing stringed and, and wind instruments. It's a freaking and, orchestra. But they play uh, contemporary music. It's so cool. They're back and better than ever. We had them out at our Subaru Live broadcast. They're going to do it here. Even a bigger group. Awesome. So, uh, Hard to imagine that. And and the the idea is that when we're done here, they're going to do like a, a concert, a short little 20, 30 minute show in the tent for those who want to hang out and hear this music. It's so wonderful to hear in person. So Pierre is being gracious enough to allow that happen while he's doing his radio I show. I hate your guts. No, he does not. <laughs> uh, so that will be happening later this morning. So you have time to come down and be a part of this. Uh, by the way, this hour is brought to you by our friends at Wispis Bank. We stand for service. So thank you very much. And Preston, do we want to mention what's going on this evening? Oh, thank you. Yes, I do want to mention that. Tonight, and we had a discussion uh, last night about how this is going to work out. Uh, tonight is going to be free t-shirt night. So if you come by starting at 5 p.m., the first 300 people who make a donation to Camp Out for Hunger, 15 and older, by the way, because we only have 300 of these, uh, one shirt per, per donation, you're going to get a free Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger t-shirt, the first one we've ever First made. one ever, guaranteed to be a collector's item like Nick, your Doc Gooden card. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. And so we will be here, and if you want to come by and take a picture with the show and your new shirt and all that, we will get that done as well. So that's tonight starting at 5 o'clock. We wanted to do a little bit earlier because the tool show is tonight across the parking lot. So if you're heading over there, stop in here. Yeah. Donation. We're all going to be here to take pictures or whatever. Obviously, get this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity t-shirt. We'll probably do it again. And speaking of that, speaking of Tool, uh, for those who are attending the concert, listen to Brent Porsche's show for information.
information on how you can score a tool ticket upgrade, a pair of floor tickets. Wow. It will require a donation to camp out, and we're going to pick a winner at 7 o'clock. So there's a lot of reasons to come by here tonight, all right, whether you're going to the tool show or not. So thank you for that reminder, Steve. I appreciate it. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. Come and visit us. The B-File is on the way when we return. Good man, Fisk, our house band. Back in a moment. Try to capture every moment of Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Check out the photo galleries and recap videos of the stunts, guests, audience members, as well as behind-the-scenes coverage. All posted at WMMR.com slash camp. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Out. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah! 93.3 WMMR, it's everything that rocks. Listen to Gene Goodman soloing right now. This guy is, yeah, phenomenal. Fisk, ladies and gentlemen. Gene Goodman on lead guitar right there, shredding it up with his side man. We got to find out about, about that later on, but these guys are a house band. They're amazing. They've been doing it for years. We love it. Goodmanfisk.com. Fisk spelled with an E on the end, by the way. We're having a damn good time this and morning. Damn good time. And the week is going so well. We're, we're having a terrific time because we're seeing so many people. And uh, please come on out and be a part of this. The weather is gorgeous. You guys step outside during these yes. breaks? It's fantastic. We're looking at like 67 degrees today. Sunshine, this is perfect. We've got free t-shirt tonight starting at 5 o'clock. Details at WMMR.com. Hopefully that's up there. And a bunch of other things happening. But let's take a look at traffic, see how we're moving along. Kathy, what's up so far? First, we want to thank Beanbo Bakeries, Equipment Trucking and Warehousing, Atlantis Architects, United Rentals, Power and HVAC, Keys Towing, Indre Recording and Production, and Bowder Audio Systems. We have jam traffic on the Schuylkill Expressway this morning westbound from Bear Avenue to 30th Street. Uh, city out to Belmont, eastbound side, slowing from 202 into Belmont. And then heavy from the boulevard into University. 95 southbound, that slows Academy to Cotman, the Betsy Ross Bridge, through to Girard on the Vine, westbound, your jam the length. Blue Route, northbound heavy. 95 to the media bypass, southbound.
southbound side from the Mid-County Tolls to the Schuylkill Expressway and then from Broomall over to McDade Boulevard in West Deptford, 295 northbound. The on-ramp from Route 44, Paulsboro, uh, the on-ramp closed because of a crash. 55 northbound, heavy Deptford to the 42 freeway and then on the New Jersey Turnpike extension. Uh, Route 130, we've got that tractor-trailer accident, debris off to the shoulder. This traffic report brought to you by Active 6. COVID-19 restrictions have lifted, but COVID research isn't done yet. Learn how you can participate in the Active 6 study. Visit active6.org slash radio. That's active6.org slash radio. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you very much, Kathy Romano. You know, we have a, a lot of great uh, stories, people coming down, making donations. Somebody emailed me real quick. I'll just give them a, They wanted a shard out. Yes. I don't think we've done any shard no, outs. No, we can certainly do that. Uh, it says, first of all, sorry to bother your work. Just want to reach out and request a shard out for my amazing company that increased our donations in year number two by greater than 500%. So these smaller groups try to get together and and, uh, and put together their own uh food drives and bring down and so they, they make it a yearly event to double or triple or you know just increase over the year before uh, so he said my company Greencastle Consulting donated slightly over 300 pounds and this year with two days left in our drive we're over 1500 pounds yeah. so that's pretty cool that's and it excellent. said uh, yeah he said we needed more drivers than we planned and he said we'll be down at the broadcast on Thursday he said a handful of my co-workers will be hearing you for the first time so it'd be nice juicy shard out uh, they would uh, so they know what that's all about. So here you go. And that's from uh, John Lombardi. So thank you, John. We appreciate that. You know and everybody who comes down and makes any type of donation. Yeah, just a, just a quick thing. And at the beginning of the week, we asked people if they could, you know, come down and actually do the physical food donations as well, because that's a, that's important. That gets processed immediately. And we have the, and people have been asking, yes, there is an Acme market right on the premises. Yeah. So if you want to come down and purchase the food and get it over into the boxes, that will go right through the whole system and people will be eating it pronto. And there's a few stuff to buy, too, in case you want to get something for you, City Winery is selling uh, Preston and Steve Camp Out Cabernet. You saw it on the news, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Six ABC who showed up close-up shots of the bottles of wine last night. And uh, you can buy those and a portion of the money will go to Camp Out for Hunger and they, we autograph some of the bottles mm-hmm. and stuff if you want to pick those up, which is great. And, uh, and yeah, thank you to the TV stations when I pulled in the parking lot. Before I even you know got into the broadcast area, Six ABC and PHL were set up and they were taking shots and stuff, so everybody's been doing some nice coverage. We love it. So we do appreciate that. All right, let's do the bizarre file and let's do it now, Jason. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. I heard that. Yes. All right, bizarre file this morning is a thing we're doing. Nope, it's brought to you by Chunky Sacks Hunger. Oh. Proud sponsor of Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah! You can team up with Chunky and this year's Soup Squad to help sack hunger in our community. I'm going to start with a story out of Hungary. A serious accident happened during a performance of Romeo and Juliet on Friday at the National Theater. The condition of the two actors was serious but stable, according uh, to the National Theater uh, spokesperson. Uh, and they said the accident and the production of the, uh, due to an accident uh, of our production of Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet doesn't seem like a very risky play. Well, there's a balcony scene. Ah, uh, that's true. So, the second act was interrupted due to an accident involving Julia Sazaz and Lajos Otto Harvath. Uh, paramedics treated the two artists and uh, had to take them to the hospital afterwards. Ah! 
Yeah, Lajos was holding Julia on a small balcony. I love you so much. Uh, the actor became dizzy, and both of them fell over the railing, and they landed like uh, like 15 feet or more onto the onto the stage's boards, and they suffered injuries wow. and fractures so severe uh, that their recovery could take several months. That's incredible. So when he fell, do we have the idea that when he fell, he he pulled her? Yeah. So he was he was holding on to right. her. Right. Oh my and god. He fell over, and she went with him, and uh, yeah, it's pretty nasty, but. Would have been pretty cool to see it, but yeah, it'd be right. hilarious. Uh, no, not uh, an American tourist has spoken out on his hellish vacation that saw him shot in the face at one of the world's most dangerous areas. Walter Fischel was still recovering from surgery when he gave the harrowing account of his near-death experience while vacationing in South Africa. Several of his teeth are missing, and a tracheotomy tube were inserted into his neck. He had landed at Cape Town International on Friday. Within the hour, he was left dead. And hey, slow down. I'm taking down notes for my summer vacation. Uh, he was left for dead in Nyanga. Uh, so the Connecticut native said that he rented a car after he landed, and he entered his destination in the GPS and picked the shortest route. And he wasn't aware that the route was known to take unsuspecting tourists through uh, Nyanga, a neighborhood considered to be one of the most dangerous places in the world. Oh, my God. He said, I landed at the airport, went to Avis, got the GPS, set it in. I picked the route, the shortest distance, which was not on the highway because the highway apparently had traffic. He said it took him through that area, and he said it was not the greatest. At that some point, four men circled his car before shooting him in the face. Shooting him in the face. Uh, yep. In the face. He said uh, the guy reached in, opened, hit the lock, uh, opened the door, and uh, his accomplice opened the passenger side door. He tried to reach for the man's gun, but the shooter swung away from me, he said, while the accomplice grabbed some of the goods in the car, and he was shot and added to the man, also grabbed his keys and kicked him out. He said, I opened the trunk, tried to grab my bag, which I did. This is after he got shot. Right, right, right. Uh, and they chased me down and grabbed me and took a bag for me and left me there with a bullet wound. Worst vacation ever. He said, I spit out a couple of teeth and the bullet. He actually spit it out. Wow. Yeah, he was taken to a nearby hospital. I wonder if he would have died if it, maybe the teeth, you know, what if the bullet had gone through his head? Possibly, yeah. So they treated him and uh, his mandible was fractured and a bullet hole was still in his face. And uh, he awaits his return to the U.S. after that. And they lost his luggage. And yeah, they lost yeah, yeah. his luggage. Son of a bitch. Uh, a man who gave himself a poop transplant oh, yeah. uh, experienced his mother's menopause symptoms afterwards. So we've talked about this, that this is a way to sort of get your system productive again. That correct? is correct. Yeah. There, there are treatments, yes. Right. So, but Charlie Curtis of Canada performed the treatment on himself for his Crohn's disease and used his mother's fecal matter. Because this kind of transplant is not an approved method for treating Crohn's disease in Canada, they did this without supervision of a doctor. I don't, I don't know if I'd riff that sort of procedure. At-home fecal matter transplants come with the risk that's of a brand name. contracting diseases from donor stool. That's a that's an album name, <laughs> yeah. donor stool. Uh, Curtis claims his at-home transplant resulted in him experiencing menopause symptoms. That's wild. Like sweating, hot flashes, and mood swings. Uh, he had said, uh, his wife said at the time, or I mean his mom said at the time I was going through menopause, and so was he. Uh, donated poop can transmit high levels of hormones, which could explain what had happened. I've never heard of anything never, like that. Never. Yep. 
Uh, this is uh, tragic. A woman died after being attacked by an elk near her home in the Pine Lake community in the uh, Halapai Mountains. Officials believe that this is the first deadly elk attack in the state of Arizona. Now, the woman was found with injuries consistent with being trampled by an elk. Yeah, the thing we said many times before, those things are enormous. Oh, yeah. And uh, her husband found him. He told officials that uh, when he found her, there was a bucket of spilled corn nearby. Oh. And officials believe the attack had to do with the feeding of wildlife in the area. Like, she was feeding wildlife, and you're not supposed to do that. So one of the elk went crazy. Yep. So the husband told officials that uh, she was put into a medically induced coma due to the severity of her injuries, but she did not make it. What a way to go. Can't mess with those things, man. What a, with a with a bucket of corn next to you. All right, and another animal story. A southern Tasmanian woman says uh, that she was uh, she's found the best excuse over to not go to work when she woke up and found a 300-pound seal in her front yard. Uh, the tagged southern elephant seal, affectionately known as Neil to locals. Neil the seal. Oh, I love it. And has garnered quite an internet following over the past few years. Uh, he's known for popping up at beaches around the area, sunning himself on roads, and playing with the traffic cones that were put in place to protect him. And killing small children. But for all his antics, Southern Beaches uh, resident Amber Harris had never expected to see him in her yard. She said he was outside having a little nap. He'd moved around. He had been on my front deck. And his head, well, his big head, she said, was up on my hammock. And now he's blocking my car. So he literally laid in front of her car <laughs> and she couldn't go to work. And she had the pictures to prove it. Uh, she said when she saw the seal in her yard, uh, she called her boss to let him know that she was going to be late. Yeah, yeah, right. We got all the photos, so they knew that it was legitimate, giving everyone in the office a bit of a laugh. And eventually, he left, and she was able to go to work. That's a, you know, again, that's another thing that can f you up. I'll tell you what, man. When I was in Monterey, uh, I was visiting my uncle, and we were out on the beach, and we saw a small seal lying yeah. there. And I, like an idiot, thought maybe it was injured or something. And I went over to that, um, you know, because they're beautiful animals. You're concerned. But that thing opened its mouth, uh-huh. and those teeth are huge. And I just got the hell away. From it. Yeah. Did it, did it make a sound? Did it, they go, it sounded just like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that part of it, but it did freak me out. Hey, I know you. You're Preston. Yeah. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning, friends. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. I Bunch try. Of scary animal stories between the seal and the elk. I try. All right. Uh, a little while ago, we made mention of uh, Campbell's, and we had a nice little uh, din of activity that happened in the back of the room. So, obviously, Campbell's is here in full effect, and we would like to br- welcome uh, to the program this morning the marketing director at Campbell's Soup Company, the Chunky brand, yes. Mr. Pete Harrow. Yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, Pete. Nice to see you this morning. Thanks for coming out, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. We are no stranger to your location over in Camden. We've been by there a few times. You guys have a beautiful facility there. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, we uh, and we have the company store there too. So, oh, we know it well. Yeah, so Tim Tim Tams in that store, and we love them. And also, like, let's say I wanted to get like a a chunky hoodie sweatshirt. Do you sell those at the company store? We do. We do. We have lots of chunky swag. Uh, So I like to wear it with pride and. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll we'll try to see if we can hook you guys up. Nice. Can your standard American citizen just wander in there and shop, or do you have to have special permission to come in? You have to have some connections, but uh, we have grocery stores all over the uh, the country that, you know, can can work as well. Absolutely. uh, This partnership uh, with us goes way, way back. Uh, As we've said many times, the the iconic can has, we've been given approval to use it. I think we're the only people ever. You guys are the only ones. Only. 
Campbell's stepped up for us. We we will never forget that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been an amazing journey with you guys, and, and you always make sizable donations. Uh, anything about, about the brand that you want to mention before we get into a donation? Yeah, yeah. You know, we... Um you know, we have a shared mission with you guys, I think, in the fight against food insecurity. We've been doing it for over 25 years on Chunky. Uh, and, you know, recently we started a program called Chunky Sacks Hunger. Yeah. Where we're partnering with uh, defensive ends, linebackers all over the NFL to join us in the fight. Um, and uh, we're also, we're partnered with uh, Camden's own Hassan Reddick. Yes. yes. Go Birds. Love that guy. And, um, you know, I was just talking with Christine from the Phil Abundance team, and she told me that Phil Abundance feeds 135,000 people a week, wow. which is twice the amount that the link holds, right? Wow. And so it's an amazing partnership for us. Yeah, clap for that. Yes. So what's been great with Chunky Sacks Hunger, there's a way that everyone can get involved. So for every uh, Chunky Bowl that we sell during the NFL's regular season, we'll donate a meal to Feeding America, which is part of, you know, Phil Abundance is part of the Feeding America network. Excellent. Um, and then, uh, you know, so as part of that longstanding partnership uh, with, with you guys and, and everything that you've done for Camp Out for Hunger, um, we had our donation. We also had a few colleagues of mine, Bree, Karen, and Brett. Make some noise. Uh, yeah. Loaded up their trunks to add to our donation. Uh, so, so we at uh, Campbell's Chunky are excited to announce uh, that we'll be donating 100,808 pounds of oh food. Oh, my God. Let's go. Oh. Come on. You guys are sensational. That's awesome. In and above all the other stuff you do. That's insane. A hundred, over a hundred thousand pounds of food. Well, you guys are obviously uniquely equipped to be able to feed people. It's what you do. It's what the company's, you know, uh, mission is. But again, and I say this, so many of the companies that you guys, obviously, regulars of the camp out, but it, it's not just with us. You are always out in the community, community. You're always doing stuff. And that means a lot. And people are proud to have you in the area. Yeah. And Pete, you guys are doing this thing. I mentioned it earlier for everybody who donates by eight o'clock today. If you donate 230 pounds of food or more, and by the way, that's how much Hassan Riddick weighs. That's right. If you if you donate that much by eight o'clock, you'll be in the running to win tickets to the Christmas Day game against the Giants at the Link. So make sure you do that today. It's today only. So we thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. As well, which is wonderful. Uh, thanks so much for the partnership over the years. We love you guys, and we appreciate this continued. Yeah, we support. love being a part of this, guys. Thank you, and thank you, man. Pete Aaron, Campbell's Chunky Soup. You can eat it with a fork, but you're going to want to use a spoon so you can get every drop. Yes. That's absolutely correct. All right. Um, I think we... What? Uh, I'm, I want to change things up a little bit. I think we need to do this now because we have a few things. Yeah, that's what I was okay. going to do. All right. Good, 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 good. All right. So it is time to move a new person into the privilege section uh, this morning. So we've got to get some... It's my turn this time because Casey went last. The Camp Out for Hunger privilege section brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. I see lots of good stuff, but I'm telling you what, uh, there, are, there are two people that have reversible signs. One of them says, I want to kiss you. And the other one says, you want to kiss me? <laughs> and then the other one says, back off, war child, seriously. So let's welcome these two down yeah. front. Yep, yeah. come on, guys. And, and when they flip them and they're not in sync, it says, back off, world child, I want to kiss you. 
<laughs> Which is great, too. I love it, yeah. yeah. All right, let's meet you guys. What is your name, sir? All right, Matt. Matt, where are you from, buddy? Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Oh. LBI, excellent. And over here, what is your name? Sarah. All right, are you guys a couple? Yes. Excellent. Well, welcome. Have you been to Camp Out before? Never. First, First time. time. And you, you went all in. You made signs and everything. Great work, guys. Thanks for your support. Grab a seat over there. Relax. We got the cushiest seats in the house, and we'll take care of you. We'll get to look at some coffee, yeah. and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Duncan and everybody that's supplying all the goodies. All right. Anything else I need to hit? No, officially? no, no. We're good. All right. With that, uh, let me see. We're going to take a break. We have some guests that are going to be joining us in the next segment. A reminder as well. Uh, we're going to have, uh, besides our house man, Goodman Fisk, we are going to have Don McCluskey's man. We are going to have the No Name Pops here perform. I'm so excited for that. That setup's probably going to start happening in a little while, so we'll get ready for that. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a second. Goodman Fisk playing us into the break. Come here and be a part of this event live. Kev Alberhunger on MMR. Every donation counts this week at Camp Out for Hunger. If you're bringing non-perishable food donations, check out Phil Abundance's list of most needed items. If inspired to send your support from home, the online donation link will count your contribution towards the total. Visit WMMR.com slash campout to support. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. 93.3 WMMR. Everything rocks best Fisk right there, our house band. Ripping it up in the breaks. We got a lot of live music this morning. We thank Goodman Fist for being here. Ryan, Gene, Anthony, Alex. And they got gigs coming up. Village Pub in Sewell on Saturday. They're going to be at Fielder's Pub in Hamilton on Sunday. Playing the Racks Pub and Grill and Atco on the 22nd. Just check their website, goodmanfist.com, and go rock out with these guys. We're going to take a look at traffic. And then we got some guests to get to. Kathy, what's going on this morning? We'd like to thank Newman University Videography, Sling Max Rigging Solutions, Stopper Glove and Safety, Live Casino Philadelphia, Republic Services, Locally at Stagehands, and Wispis Bank. 295 northbound, just north of Florence Columbus Road. We've got an accident off to the shoulder. Your jam's back to 541. South on 295, jams 30 to 42. 42 freeway northbound backing up uh, from 41 to 295. 55 northbound, jams Deptford to 42. On that New Jersey Turnpike uh, extender, the there's a, still an accident. Uh, they had, that's where the chickens were on the road. Uh, and it's now off to the shoulder, but it looks like they've got something in the right lane. So uh, the backup is starting to build up again there. Hey, Pencil- chicken hawks. Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound James Willow Grove to Fort Washington. On 422, expect delays eastbound near 202. Uh, and then on the Schuylkill eastbound, you're slow 202 into Belmont, the Boulevard to University, westbound Bear Avenue to South Street, City to Belmont, the Blue Route out to Gulf Mills. This traffic report brought to you. No, why does this keep happening? I'm no! reading the same sponsor over and over again, and it is not supposed to be that way. Okay. This traffic report brought to you by Amtrak. On Amtrak, no middle seats and extra leg room means more comfortable travel. Better fall travel. Just an Amtrak away. Book now at Amtrak.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Awesome! Awesome! Woo! 
wasn't the best. But it was pretty it's, good. It was, it was it's a sight to see, okay. folks, when you're here live, uh, Kathy, doing the traffic. Um, so we have a few things that we're going to do now, and, and you're going to see a lot of people uh, moving about uh, in, in the area shortly. We're going to do some live music. Uh, we have, uh, like I said, uh, Don McCloskey's band I just saw. They uh, showed up, and uh, the no-name pops have started to arrive as well. So we're going to have some live orchestral music. We're going to try to make all this happen as best we can. If this tent blows up in the next two hours, there'll be no music on Earth because listen, every musician is here. There are so many people that help out at this event and have over the years. And uh, sadly, one of our favorite people uh, passed a while back, but his name carries on and is echoed in the uh, in the tent and all the areas that people work behind the scenes. And we're going to do a little acknowledgement of that. And we're going to welcome welcome a couple of people uh, to the mic that help make this whole thing happen. Uh, we have our good friend uh, Sean McDonald from Newman University who is over here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And we also have uh, Anthony Grazia, who is from IMS. And the, yeah, right over there is Anthony. So a lot of the video components of this event, uh, these guys are behind. And there was a gentleman uh, who is just such a wonderful presence around here uh, that we lost a little while back. And his name was Mike Shin. Um, and Sean, uh, explain a little bit about what Mike did. So Mike was the reason we have technology at the camp out. In 2008, he showed up with two TV monitors, and that was the start of video. Yeah. And then he began, uh, Anthony was telling me, he began the movie nights with you guys. So he'd show up with a PA system and a couple TVs, and it's transformed and gotten bigger and bigger over the years to this circus that we do every single year. Yeah, and, and Anthony, Mike was just... I mean, was he ever in a bad mood ever? No, no, you know? never. I mean, he was just the sweetest guy. Just make you laugh, smart-ass comment, you name it, yep. he was there. I know, I can tell you're getting choked up right now just, I, just tough, thinking yeah. about him because he was, he was the first guy to help out, and he just was always just super-duper pleasant, and uh, and we miss him dearly. He meant the camp. I mean, you see him. Okay, it's the camp out. We yeah, know. He's here yeah. all day. He's here every all single day. day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Open to close. So a couple of things have happened. Um, your technical support building yeah. is now named after him. Yeah, so we uh, Rodney was the one that started this idea. And he said, Shin did so much that we, we need to honor him. And we need to make sure that we don't forget the people who laid it out for us first. Yeah. So we, we named our tech bay the Mike Shin Tech Bay. That's awesome. And, and it will be that forever going forward. Forward. Yeah. But um, we thought that, you know, Mike was really, really big on new technology and also finding the next talent in the industry and mentoring them through internships. And, like, and so what you guys do, what you do at Newman University, all the, a lot of the people walking around with cameras and, and are capturing this stuff, they're all students at Newman University. They're out here getting real world experience and they come out and they learn and they help you guys out. Uh, they get experience. We get great coverage. It's a win-win. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a master class every single day. Day. We hire them when they come out. So. I love it. Yeah. To the, uh, we, we have four people now who have worked with me who now went over to IMS. So wow. like, it's really yeah. helping to cultivate the next generation. So Rodney, it was Rodney's idea, and he never takes credit for anything. So I'm going to put the spotlight on this future Hall of Famer. All right. That he said we need to make sure we honor Shin and the students that are doing things every single day at Camp Out. So we need to come up with an award. And we, we came up with two awards. The Mike Shin Shining Star Award to an outstanding student for their contributions to the Camp Out for Hunger. And we've been watching the students throughout the, the week and decided to name four people the, honor, the first recipients of this. 
And the first two have been here since last week, every single day preparing. And they've been doing it for months. The first one actually is not a Newman student. He's from Rowan University. Oh. His name is Holden Korea Fisher. And he has been kicking butt and taking names. All right, Holden, come on up here. Holden's awesome. Holden's great. Yeah. I mean, honestly, all the video stuff, before I even got here, Holden had programmed everything, so all we had to do was plug in when we got here, uh, and it's been rock solid. Excellent. So, and I remember a whole meeting Holden at um, uh, Subaru at our yeah, live broadcast. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Not yeah. this most recent one, but the year before, so you do great work, Holden. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Excellent. All right, so the next one uh, is a Newman student who also not works, just works for Beasley, works for me at Newman, works for Light Action, and works for Bowder. Wow. And IMS. Oh, my God. Okay. Right? So they're all going to have to give him really competitive offers next year when he graduates. Yeah. Uh, his name is also Sean. It's Sean Mack. Yeah. And he is a man of little words. <laughs> Excellent. Congratulations, Sean. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. All right. Um, so the, the last two... I was telling Preston about this yesterday. They've been showing up every single morning, and the first thing they said is, it's 6 o'clock. What do you need me to do? There's nothing to do. What do you need me to do? Give me something to do. Yeah. They're not communication majors. One is a clinical lab science biology major. All right. Okay. And one is a pre-med major who is right now taking a test at Newman and can't be here. Ah. But I wanted to shine a light on Rachel Straub and Allison Saravo. All right. <laughs> Congratulations. Awesome. Wow. I think it's a wonderful way. So uh, thank you for letting us honor them. And we're going to do this every year because we believe we're training the next generation of technology people and broadcasters. And it's going to let Mike Shin's legacy live on and continue the great work that we're all doing. I you said it. that each of the recipients are now going to uh, sing a song that they composed? Yes, yes. they're going to sing in three-part <laughs> harmony because yep. the fourth one's gone. All right. Uh, excellent. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank I you, guys. Appreciate, appreciate it. Oh, that's guys. awesome. Oh. I love seeing that. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank and, you to Anthony um, and everybody involved. A lot of a lot of things going on behind the scenes here uh, at Camp Out for Hungers. This event has grown over 26 years. So uh, we're going to move right along to our next guest, who we're excited to have with us this morning. Uh, two people in the world of sports in uh, completely different capacities. First of all, we would like to give some love from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Taryn, Taryn Hatcher is here. Come on over, Taryn. And you know him as one of the greats to wear the orange and the black. He is now the general manager of the Flyers, Danny Briere. We're moving them over to our official guest section this morning. You know it's official because it has seats. It does have seats. <laughs> good morning, guys. Nice to see you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to, uh, th Danny, to have you back here again. You've been Always a pleasure. You've been no stranger to uh, Camp Out for Hunger over the I, years. I've been a few, uh, few, few years. I still remember the hoverboard uh, hockey game we had in here. You guys, <laughs> you guys were phenomenal. We had them on the, you know, the, those glide, those rolling things. Yeah. And you guys played, we called it Glocky. Yeah, because awesome. it was a glide. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys played it as if you've been playing for years. And the thing that's hilarious is, and we talk about this all the time with professional athletes, former professional athletes, this fun 
little tent game became a do-or-die match. Oh, yeah. The way you guys roll. I'm I'm surprised I didn't get injured. (laughs) I know, seriously. It was intense. I think you and I won. Did we not? I I feel like... I I definitely won. I remember. (laughs) Danny, are you you like a a Tiger Woods who is just in everything, in every head-to-head competition or, or team competition that you are... You're, you're competitive. I, I I just I don't like losing. You don't that's like right. losing. That's right. It's a nature thing. Well, then it's good you have the position you currently have because it's it's good. It's great for the team. It's great for the Flyers. It's awesome to see this happening. You know, and, and to see that there is a um, there's a general positive attitude that's permeating everything about them. The now. Three game winning streak, right? It ended their right. road trip strong. The, the game last night, we were t- chatting a little bit about it before. Like they looked terrific last night. It was a real team yeah. effort against a really good. Carolina team and and uh, you know our old friend Rod Brindamore is their head coach. They're they're a they're a good team. team. They, they're yeah. they're they're a Stanley Cup contender. Yeah, um, and and LA was too the night before the game before. So to go and the last two games were really impressive. To to win on the road and then two tough buildings to win in uh, was really impressive. It was funny because we we were leaving for the last this last road trip and we thought, all right, we're going to San Jose. We have an easy win there and uh, and then we have three tough games in a row and. We, you know, we'll try to scramble a couple points and then tough games, and then uh, we lose in San Jose, and we ended up winning the next three. So that's why you play the games. You, you never know. I can't tell you how hard I'm rooting for you, Danny. Um, not just because I'm a Flyers fan, but also uh, because I like you, and uh, you have a really tough job, man. And in this town is really tough on you, Keith Jones. We want you to succeed so much because we don't want to turn on you at any point. We, 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 we but we continue. will if we have to. We want to continue. Uh, uh, Kathy's already saying horrible things about it. <laughs> is it is it hard to move into that office without um, recognizing that Philly's just a tough sports town? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I it's the same approach that I has um, that I had as a player. Um, you know, I knew it was going to be intense, but you know that I want to um, have a job that people care about. Um, that was the same thing as a player. I, I loved it because really people cared about what I was doing that was really cool and it's the same thing now um you know managing a team that people care about uh, that you can't ask for anything better taryn what's your perspective on on somebody that you like and you're in the world of sports you know and broadcasting somebody that you like but they start to feel the ire of the city of philadelphia you know what i mean Oh, goodness. I mean, it feels like I, I feel bad because I've covered teams and you're in the locker room all the time and you see the, the ups and the downs. I mean, even just this Phillies past Philly season, you yeah. see the ups and the downs. Yeah. Um, it's you feel bad, but also like from my position, you kind of have to like cover it in a objective way that you're supposed to be fair about it. But it is tough. I mean, you walk up to them and you're like, hey, I'm sorry I have to ask <laughs> yeah. this question, but I got to ask you this question. You're you're oh for what? whatever in your last however many games and what's going on but you like try to be human about it i right. guess but um yeah it's 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 tough because they're people too and the more you see them the more like humanized they become which should happen because they are human beings but um yeah it's it's tough it's well, a little, a dark you have the respect <laughs> i mean i mean and again you, you know if if you were absolutely acrimonious about it all the time then then there might be a dynamic that is less than pleasant but you, they know you have a job to do and yeah. you respect their job. We saw you on the court uh, the other night and doing what you do, and it's 
I mean, it, it's got to be so awesome for any level of sports fan. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Especially to be on that cool new red hardwood that they had. Oh, my had. gosh. Did you think it was cool? I, People I, had thoughts. I, I, in person, I kind of liked it. I think it is kind of cool. It's a bold color. The thing that we, everyone was asking, though, is that is it distracting to the players because it is so red? So I, so the Pacers, who they played that night, that was their second in-season tournament game. They had played one in Indiana, and their court looks like... L.A. Chargers colors. Like, for some reason, even though the Pacers are navy and yellow, their their court was, like, electric blue and okay. yellow. And Rick Carlisle said the first game they only thought it affected them because it had never been played on before, so it was, like, slippery. Oh. Um, but depth perception-wise, I, I loved what the Pacers coach said. He was like, well, I'm hoping if my guys are shooting, they're looking at the net and not the floor, <laughs> right. and so it doesn't affect their depth perception. But from, from where I sit, it doesn't seem like it does. And then I got on the court, and it's like if you were a little kid who ever played soccer on a field that was also used for football, and all of a sudden you're like looking at the 18, but then there's a 20 and there's a 50. Like it, it's a little disorienting. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the players that. were sort of like, we'll get used to it and we'll get over it. Kind Nick, of thing. Who did uh, Matt Cord introduce us to that we were talking to? He was a former player, uh, and uh, we, we were standing there courtside with him. I don't remember. You don't remember? Case, you were there. A former player played with uh, Iverson. Um, anyway, somebody, when uh, you yeah, guys yeah, asked yeah, him yeah, about yeah. the court, and he goes, I don't see nothing but the rim, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So echoing what you said. Yeah, that's, yeah, I that's mean, what it's about. Ideally, you shouldn't be looking at the ground. But, and, and they didn't seem to slip, but I, I would imagine if, like, and the whole center of the court is a different color. Yeah. So it's like but, navy blue down the middle. By the way, we got, so Preston rang the bell, and, and, and I was with him when he did it, and we're there, and we're all standing there, and and you have these tire, towering, in the prime of their athletic career, athletes around us. You're there, looking like you walked off Mount Olympus, and, and, and Preston and I are like, we need to leave now. <laughs> we are so out of our league right now, it's ridiculous. Isn't it shocking how much bigger they are? Oh, like once it, you get down there, you you try to tell people, and I don't. I think the only way you can know is to go down and be there because yeah. you literally feel like you've gone to a different planet. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's so weird because you'll see a guy on TV and he'll be listed at six foot four, and you're watching on air, and you're like, no, no way. Yeah, like, this is yeah. like when guys list themselves as six foot on dating app. Like there's no <laughs> right, shot. Yeah, yeah, and then you get down there, and they're like a tall six four, and and they're just everyone else is six foot seven it's it, the perspective of it is wild hey danny i haven't been in the in the hallways of the wells fargo center during a flyers game in a long time but i remember being back there and seeing the guys playing basketball uh before games to get warmed up they, they, the flyers were does anybody still do that or they, they or still they, do oh really oh, yeah they still do they still think they they have it yeah <laughs> <laughs> did that was that going on when you were actively playing it, it was but uh with my height i never really got into it <laughs> yeah. well taryn do the sixers play hockey before a game they or? don't, but I, I like oh. it. Isn't with basketball, too? It's once they get eliminated from the soccer, then they, they go play they, basketball. They, so if you've gotten right. really good at basketball throughout the season, it's because you were really bad at oh, okay. Dude, <laughs> I would give good money to see Joel Embiid with a, with a stick and other guys knocking it around in the hallway. You remember right. the, the promotion that um, some minor league hockey team did with Manute Bull, uh, who passed away? <laughs> I think Manute was maybe the tallest player in the, in the history of the NBA or close to it. And um, Manute uh, gave all of the money that he ever made to Sudan. Yeah. Help, help recovery in, in the war-torn country. And so he was strapped for cash. And so this minor league hockey team paid Manute to put on skates. Oh, God, I'd love it to was, see that. Steve, it was 
you kind of felt bad for the guy. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And, like, it was comical to look at, but you're like, man, this poor son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, wow. are you able to, in your position, are you able to uh, be friends with any of the guys, or do you I can't do that anymore? Oh, yeah. No, I, look, I, I've played with a lot of them uh, still. So, you know, th- th- there's a little bit of a separation, obviously. Um, we're in a different position, but but still, like, I, I care about these guys. Uh, I, I, you know, went to battle with, with some of them still that are still on the team so there's a level of respect there for for what the guys are going through and you know what they have to deal with on a daily basis so um you know i obviously we're not hanging out every day like maybe we used to but um there's there's still friends and there's still a lot of respect i see you as as dalton and roadhouse that's you you gotta you gotta earn the respect and uh you may get your car keyed a little bit but uh now (laughs) there might be some days yeah (laughs) it might be a little tougher but no it's it's been great and the way our guys uh are playing these days it makes it a lot easier i'm i'm really proud of it's very exciting very exciting uh jonesy came by here the other day we're 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 just we love this one-two punch of the two of you guys uh in in the head office doing this things how's uh how are things going with him and your relationship and all that i i feel i honestly feel so fortunate to have him um around to to bounce things off and to deal with um you know a lot of the stuff that on a day-to-day basis to not have to do it alone um he's been fantastic I mean, you guys know him. Yeah, he's amazing. He's a great human being. Yeah. So to, to have someone like that as a sidekick, it's it's been a blast. And uh, you know, we, we were joking because I um, I had to go to the GM meetings uh, in, in Toronto, and I, I I didn't make the game to Carolina. I came back he- here yesterday, and uh, it was the first game we were apart. The, the Flyers had played this year, so kind of missed each other, not being not being there together. So it's kind of funny. Um, it, yeah. I, I don't when you know, talk to so the, much him on the phone, do you hang up first? Hang up first. You hang up. You hang up first. You hang up first. I thought you said Jonesy is your psychic for a second. And the idea psychic. of Jonesy, like, trying to, like, ooh. Yeah. Like, like a crystal with, ball is a hilarious A Caribbean backdrop. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love that idea. Well, listen, we're, we're going to try something. Uh, Taryn has, has volunteered to be a I part have. of an event that we are going to do. And you are a big trivia buff, from what I understand, right? I love trivia. I also, I just, like, I look like a garden gnome, by the way. I, like, I see myself <laughs> yes. in I'm like, this hat was a mistake. Um, I just didn't have time to do my hair. Um, I love trivia, and I like I like competitions, although I'm glad I wasn't involved in Glocky, because that sounds Glocky. like a lawsuit liability <laughs> yeah. situation. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I like anything where I can be um, competitive. I don't know if it's going to go great if you say anything about any reality shows right now. No, no, no. I, I, would never, <laughs> I got I would so never. much flack. Oh. oh, really? You Wait, was did? that Vanderpump? Van- yeah. she's, a, she's, a pumper. she's a pumper. She's a Vanderpump. Why, because you were a fan? Um, just because people in general were just like, why are you talking about this show on our favorite radio show? And I was like, it's just in the zeitgeist right now. Yeah. And I've invested too much of my life into something like this that is, you know, yeah. objectively like a terrible waste of time. But it brings me joy. But people so. like to do that. People like to just sort of check their brain at the door. And I understand that. And I yeah. can appreciate that. I am not one of those people. Um, no, what I was going to say was that this is not going to go well for you. Nick is going to mop the floor with your brain. I know. Yeah. I yeah. know. So Taryn's going to go up against Nick, and we're going to put them on the uh, the can drop, and we're going to play drop quiz. And uh, Nick was at our Quizzo game last night. Did you do pretty well? That was hard, dude. Yeah. Well, the team that ended up winning, they were much better than we were. and uh, But it was really fun. It was a cool event, but we ended up in the middle of the pack. Nick, would you agree? And I think you suffer from the same thing. Well, listen. 
put a little bit, the tiniest bit of pressure on me, and I fold. Yeah. yeah. So in, in any sort of, at least in any quiz or game show scenario, yeah. I just second guess myself, and I lose. And but, when, you're, when you're doing can drop, it's yes. more yeah. Yeah, stress. But I do have a question for you, about because uh, there was a question last night. I wanted to stick around for the answer. Um, the Balloon Festival, what state was that in? New Mexico. It was. Uh, oh, we were we all were over all it. But really, Nick, I how? think it might be Utah. And I knew that one. Okay. I didn't have to look yeah. it up. Who, who's saying take the skinheads bowling? Because I forgot. Was that Cracker? Uh, it was the guy from Cracker. Ca- uh, uh, camp, oh, my God. Camper I'm van. so out of my depth. Camper Van Beethoven. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the camp clue. It was a camp out yeah, category. Yeah. Yes. Van yeah. Beethoven. Camper. Taryn, don't yes. worry. You'll, you'll do fine. Nick, how are you with heights? Are you like uh, great heights at all? Well, here's the thing, Taryn. I've done this before, and I don't think you have. I so, haven't. Um, you'll see what it's like as we're going up. It, it's a little nerve-wracking. I, I enjoy like a little adrenaline, so I'm hoping that that's like... But I'm like like you said. It, like I can play Trivial Pursuit at home, yeah, and but kill if it. we play it in you the both. office... I'll tell you what you have going for you, though. When we were out there on the court, you came over and said, I still want to do this. So you've got... You've I do. Got, I you do. Have I've got fire in yeah. my soul, but I also... I'm like liable to get the yips here, guys. So. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you know what? You're getting the yips for charity. Yeah, that's yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. All right, but well, why don't we do it? Why don't you two head out now? Uh, Nick, if you can guide Taryn as to where are going to go. Danny, you can hang out here with us for a couple minutes while they get set up, and we'll chat a little bit more while they make their move, and then we'll we'll get video and audio of uh, what's going on out there in just a moment. Yeah, and so, Danny, I want to ask you about, because we, you know, we had you, we've had you on so many times, and one of the coolest things I ever thought uh, about you and uh, and your story here in Philadelphia, and I believe I hope I'm remembering this correctly, but you and Claude Giroux used to live together, right? That's right, yeah. And he would, like, drive your son to school, would he not? He, d- he did that a few times, yeah. I, I mean, I think, I, <laughs> honestly, I think that's really cool. Like, so, like, for instance, uh, the, the Eagles, right? Um, uh, Dallas Goddard and uh, Avante Maddox, they, I think they got uh, drafted in the same year, and they were, like, great friends, and they were roommates, and, and you love to hear about that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so, I, I assume you and Claude still pretty close? Oh yeah, definitely. We'll okay. uh, we'll chat. I don't chat him as much now uh, since he, you know, being in Ottawa during the season. I leave him alone a little bit more. Well, I also wasn't sure, like as far as like tampering is sort of concerned. Um, you know, like at, at a certain point, are you not allowed to talk to like in your position? Are you not allowed to address well, players from other? Well, teams? We, we don't talk about uh, tactics or right. what, what they're trying to do if uh, if they're playing against us. Um, you know, we. Yeah, but it's not like you can still have friends. Yeah, still have I, I friends. Think so I, okay, I never let me thought ask about you, it, but you you're scaring me. You can, <laughs> can you still gamble on the games for money? Don't say that. Is that that's still cool, right? Stop. How about this? Does you he better not go there? <laughs> does he ever call you a pigeon? Yeah, pigeon. Remember, he's, he's, the, he's the pigeon. He's the pigeon. <laughs> You're the pigeon now. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and by the way, you have a new addition uh, to the family. How long ago did you have your youngest now? We have a 20-month-old 20, uh, 20 wow. month old right, at man. home. So it's uh, it's quite the change after uh, what well, we had a 21-year difference between the, <laughs> oh the last one and the new wow. one. So it was... Uh, wow. Wait, how many do you have? Uh, he's number four. So I have three older boys that are in their 20s and then a little one, yeah. Oh my 
my gosh. So, uh, starting over. Starting over. It, your brain uh, makes you forget how hard it is. Right. And uh, I dove back in. So is, is, I'll is, be honest. I'm, I'm not doing most of the work. <laughs> I, my wife is uh, is doing most of the work. Is the task for you to work up a speech that's convincing enough when you say, you were planned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, he's the only one that he probably was. was so. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Well, that's, yeah, that's got to be handful. I mean, every now and then I hear Casey going, man, I got baby fever. I'd like to see if we could crank out another one. Just hypothetically. Yeah, no. We can loan you one. <laughs> He's got, got, a, got one right, off the, right out of the oven. But you do forget. Like, it's, you know, it's like a breakup. You, know? like, you, you always remember the good stuff, right? And you never remember like the really, really hard stuff. That's why I date only babies. Yes. Because it's yeah. always so wonderful. But yeah. I also got really lucky as well with my three. Hey, listen, we had three kids under five years old. That was a lot. But, uh, you know, my you wife. You spaced it out 21 years. Yeah, you spaced it out. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, too, is I, I was so young yeah. um, with the first one. So it's kind of cool to do it now and have a different pers- perspective and uh, Are you able a little to, bit more experienced. To appreciate, I mean, because I was going to say, I, you, I wish I had the opportunity to appreciate stuff more. Are you finding yeah. that's the definitely, case? Definitely, I have the chance to do that. Oh, that's great. Now, now yeah. yeah. The first, with the first three boys, I was 19, 20, and 22 oh, years wow. old. So it was, I was a baby myself. I didn't, I had no clue what was going on. Wow. Danny, I have a 12 year old and last year he came to me and he said, I want to play ice hockey. <laughs> Perfect. Now, I grew, I grew up in a, in a, a sports family. We were Sixers, Phillies, Eagles fans. No one in my family were, were hockey fans, unfortunately. So we know, know and knew nothing about hockey. And I was like, okay, sure. Uh, and like $9 million in, we have all his equipment. He's on the ice. He's, I mean, he's playing with kids who were playing since they were five. Yeah. And he That's got, awesome. he's, he got right out there yeah. and we're going to the games and we're looking at each other and we're like, why is he in the penalty box? I don't know, but you know, we're still cheering him on, but yeah. it's obviously it's, I'm biased, but, um, I, I love the, I love the sport. I love what it brings and what it teaches kids. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's amazing. Yeah. We're, I mean, he's having a great time. He loves it. And, you know, we're liking it now and we're learning more about it. Yeah. It's, and so it's, a, big, you, it's a big commitment it's a for big the parents. Commitment for yep. the parents. Oh, God, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Notorious for having to wake up the earliest of all. Well, the younger you are, the earlier your ice time. Ice time. Correct. Yeah. Right. And then, and then it flips. You know, you get to an age where the, the ice times are, are better. And then they get a little later at night, too. So sometimes on school nights, they uh, they get a little late. Yeah, we, we're, we're late on Sunday is when our game yeah. is. But it's okay because I bought this giant snuggy thing because it's so freezing <laughs> in there. Yeah. When you're in there for, you know, after like 30 minutes, I'm like, all right, I'm starting so to freeze. So you're becoming a real hockey mom. I'm a real hockey mom. That's great. And get ready, Danny, because Kathy's going to start sending you highlight reels pretty soon. Just to, <laughs> We get a lot of those. Get the ball rolling. All right, listen, I want to check outside and see how we are doing with Taryn and Nick and getting ready. Yep, they are. We have the video. They are, they are strapped into the can drop ride, and we call this drop quiz. Uh, so let's check and make sure that our audio is working. Nick, can you hear me okay? I can. You guys hear me okay? We need a little more volume from you. All right, all right. That's Hello? way better. Thank cool. you. And Taryn, can you hear me all right? I, I can hear you, but if I'm losing, then I'm going to claim there's a slight delay on your <laughs> I understand. We wouldn't think any less of you. All right, pretty simple concept how this works. And I'll describe for those who people aren't familiar with the drop quiz and how it operates. Uh, the ride is 
a vertical pole, and there are seats that sit around it, and it slowly rises to the top. It's about 90 feet in the air. When it gets to the top, which you cannot see when you're riding on it, it will automatically and suddenly drop, and you have a free fall all the way back down. So you have no concept of how uh, this ride will, at what point this ride will trip and fall. So that's kind of the mystery of it all. While you guys are on your way up, I'm going to ask a series of very easy trivia questions. So you should be able to answer these quickly. It's not like you have a long time to ponder them. If you know the answer, just shout it out. If we hear you answer first, we'll give you a point for a correct answer. Case, you mind keeping score? I got the score. I got your music. And then I also just talked to the odds makers. And the, the line right now is set at six. That Nick is going to win by at least six points. Oh, my wow. God. Six points. Uh, you know what? Who made the line? I, I, I'm going to make it a little bit closer. and You can. Just, I already uh, did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, by the way, uh, if you look to your side there, Sideshow Bob is joining you for the ride-up. Yeah. Oh. Photographer. <laughs> I am in our video crew from uh, Newman, and uh, dude's got a head of hair. He's got a huge head of hair. I'm legit nervous, guys. I got My, my heart is pounding uh, probably because I'm sitting next to Taryn. We've and- both been sitting here like uh, like uh, unintentionally just kicking our legs like little children. <laughs> yeah. They don't touch the ground. You can't help it. I, I want to say hi to Taryn's mom because she's the nicest lady and oh uh, I, I met her at uh, Phil's game earlier this year. She's a huge Preston and Steve show fan and it, she was like, you know, super sweet and really kind and Taryn's dad was also sitting there and he could not care less about me. <laughs> He's <laughs> but, a very stoic man. Yes, but her mom is so sweet. Also, I want to apologize to my mom in advance and whoever has to hit the bleep button because <laughs> yeah. this might be we're, we're disastrous. On it. Yeah. yeah, we're good. <laughs> we are live, so yeah. keep that in mind. Alright, just Jefferson. a little bit more volume on these guys if you don't mind and then we'll get this underway. Nick, you can tell them to begin, and as soon as the ride starts, let me know, and I'll okay. start asking the questions. We've okay? given the thumbs up. All right. God. When you move, let me know. And we are going. What is the name of Han Solo's ship? Millennium Falcon. Correct. Nick, that gets that. Keep calm and carry on is the slogan for which nation? Britain. That is correct. Taryn, what is the name of the character that Johnny Depp plays in Pirates of the Caribbean? Captain Jack Sparrow. Correct, Taryn. F-E is the chemical Iron. Yes, Nick got it at iron. What was the name of One Direction's first official single in 2011? Screw you. That's what makes you beautiful? Yes, nice. Uh, Where is the Oval Office located in the White House? West West Wing. Wing. Oh, that's a tie. Which bird is often associated with delivering babies? Stork. Stork. Oh, Nick got that. In the Disney movie Pocahontas, she has two animal friends, a raccoon and a hummingbird. What is the name of the raccoon? Francis. Nobody knows that. All right. <laughs> this place is known as the city of brotherly love. Philadelphia. Oh, Taryn got it. Taryn, think? Okay. What temperature does water freeze at? 32 degrees. Yes. Uh, in the U.S. version of The Office, what is the name of the city they live in? Uh, Stanton. Scranton. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, my all right. God. Dude. Oh, my God. I didn't see it coming, and I totally crushed my... I was so focused on the answer. It's curious. I absolutely crushed my balls on that one. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I'm crying a little bit. All right. Let's get the total. Casey? After the round one, because we are going to do this another time, uh, Taryn is winning five to three. Wow. 
Yes. Way to go, Taryn. Is she covering? She is flat out winning this one. Wow. Yeah. She came to play. Hungry dogs run faster, kids. <laughs> I love it. All right. Nick, reload it. It takes a moment for them to uh, I'm like shaking right now. I know, me too. And they have, to cha- they, have, they have to hook the mechanism back up that, uh, that pulls it back up into the air. So while they're getting that set up, uh, we'll prepare another set of questions. Yes, the thing is, you have to remember, is while they might seem easy, because Taryn, you looked up and Preston said you won't know when you've reached the zenith of the ride. Yes. And re- you can see on your face the palpable horror once you realize that. Yeah, yeah, especially because I couldn't remember. I kept on thinking Stanton, Pennsylvania, and I was like, that's not the word, and then I was dropping. And- yeah. That's a little jarring, guys. Yeah. So you, you have to try to not think about when that thing is going to drop at all. You have to take that out of your mind completely. What was the name of the of the raccoon? Was it so like Poncho it was, or something? No, it was Miko. Miko. I knew it ended in O. Yeah, that's not. It wasn't one of the and more. Nick, you have a Miko tattoo on your inner thigh. <laughs> yes. Surprised you didn't get that. Yeah, come on, man. All right, how are we doing with setup there, Nick? You ready to go? Yeah, we're ready to go. All right, you can tell them to engage. Okay. When you are ready, and we and- will. Start as soon as you start moving. I'll Here we go. How old do you have to be to enter the Hunger Games drawing? 16. 12. Yes, that's correct. Taryn got it at 12. Uh, which musical artist is known for her song, Big Girls Don't Cry? Fergie. Yes. Which U.S. state is known as America's Dairyland? Wisconsin. Yes. What is hummus made from? Chickpeas. Ah, uh, yes, Nick. I think. Who God got bless it? the chickpea. It was Nick. Nick got it. All right, what is the name of the 1993 movie about dinosaurs? Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Nick got yeah. it. Who wrote the classic horror book, It? Stephen King. King. Damn. Who got it? Nick did. Nick did. All right. Oh, my God. That's not fair. What has a gravitational pull so strong light cannot even escape? Black hole. Nick got that. What vegetable is known to help you see in the dark? Carrots. Carrots. Yes, Nick got it. What is the date of the devil's night? 666. October 31st. 1013. Nope. It's October 30th. Uh, in the movie Good Will Hunting, what college does Scott? Harvard. Yes. MIT. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> So they 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 are at the bottom, and uh, let's. How was? By the way, Nick, I know you said. I know you said MIT, but it was what college that Skyler went to. Oh, uh, and Taryn got in and said, Harvard, I can't believe you lost a Goodwill hunting question to her. Because that is your flick, dude. Smart kids. Casey, what is the total? All right. Well, after the second round, we have a tie score. Oh, my Are God. You Are you serious? A tie score. Taryn, you were tearing up like crazy. You're what? laughing and in terror at the same time. All right. Do we do it? We have to do One more third. time. We have to do another one. Oh, my God. One more time. Can we not ask another periodic table of elements question, though, please? Because that's never going to go well. <laughs> All right, one more time. By the way, the Camp Out for Hunger Games, which uh, the Can Drop is a part of, is brought to you uh, by our friends at Thomas's English Muffins and Bagels. And they make uh, a 2,000 donation in name of yes. this event this yeah. morning. Uh, 2,000 pounds, I'm sorry. Uh, and they have all kinds of great stuff. English muffins, bagels to swirl bread, uh, breakfast spreads, make a delicious meal or quick snack from Thomas's. So visit your local grocery store and pick up your favorite Thomas's products and wake up to what's possible. All right, here Here we we go. go. All right, we're going. Here we go. Uh, What uh, city is known as the city of love? Paris. Yes. Which U.S. state is the largest? Alaska. 
Uh, Alaska. Got it, yep. Who was the winner of American Idol season one? Kelly Clarkson. Yes. How many days are in a leap year? 364. 66. 364. Nick got it. What oh, shoot. food right. Sorry. <laughs> does Popeye like to eat? Spinach. Oh, it's a tie. Uh, which astrological sign symbol is a crab? Cancer. That's me. That's Cancer. Cancer. Which band sings a popular 80s song, Every Breath You Take? Police. Yep. I wasn't even born yet. Uh, Ke- Shut up. <laughs> Quebec is a province in Canada. What language do they French. speak? Yes, it's a tie. Uh, what? Nope. Wait, Tyler got it? Okay. Uh, Taryn got it. What is the symbol that represents St. Patrick's Day? Leprechaun of the Shamrock. Clover. Shamrock. 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 Clover. Nick. Uh. What happened during the years from 1939 to... World 19- War II. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Every time. Nick got it. It was World War II. Damn. Right. Wow. See what the final score is. Oh, I came out of the gates too hot. Yeah, yeah. And you also said a lot of words. Um, yeah, I got nervous, Casey. You set the line. You also gave Nick a lot of favorable calls. Well, he, he didn't cover, but Nick did win 6-2. to two. Oh! So we have... Oh, it was so oh, close. It was really neck and neck. Taryn held in there for the whole thing, but Nick got the question. Taryn is falling apart internally. Let's get Taryn and Nick out of there. Oh, awesome. And well done, guys. To the tent. They did it. They did it. Now, yeah. give a round of applause for those guys. I mean, honestly, she uh, she killed it in those first two rounds. Yeah, she was really good. She'd be great at uh, at Quizzo. Yes. And and all that stuff. Danny, how's your trivia game? You any good? Were you getting any of those? I'm flaming language barrier. <laughs> Flame a language That's barrier. the language barrier. That's a good way to do it. Uh, so what's up next with the team, if you'd like to mention before we uh, wrap up the segment? Um, coming home for a few games on the weekend, two uh, afternoon games, 1 o'clock on Saturday, 5.30 on Sunday. So uh, Vegas, who uh, is a one, just won the Stanley Cup, so it's a big game on Saturday for us. Two back-to-back back afternoon or earlier games yep. and I'm telling you every time that I've run into the players uh, they love the early games the, yeah mostly because you're done early you yeah. have the rest of the day yeah uh, funny enough I, I did not like them uh, no kidding no, I did not like them as a player I think it was uh, I was short on my prep in the morning it was, it was oh. everything was coming too fast um, so I, I didn't enjoy the uh, the early game I was happy when they were over with just getting the equipment on and getting uh, I, uh, stretched I think out and ready well, to getting go up early and, and okay. you know we're we're um, so used to a routine, yeah. um, you know, for the seven or seven thirty game, and then having to get up early and have breakfast for pregame and yeah. trying to rush through the the process. I I just didn't like it. All right, fair enough. Everybody's got their own preferences. Uh, Taryn is back in. How are we feeling? My preference is to sit in this chair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're a trooper. Thanks for yeah. doing that. I hope I, you had fun. I, it was fun. All right. <laughs> I'm you got the French question. I, I'm right. like sweating. Wedding right now. I'm sweating and a little shaky, but it was- uh, how about you, NBC Sports Philadelphia? Anything you want to mention before we wrap and uh, what you got going on? Uh, I mean, a lot of things. Uh, I'll be on Birds Huddle tomorrow at six o'clock, and then back on Sixers Monday for their game. Uh, and then just if you if you tune into like NBC Sports Philly or Plus, 50 50 chance you're going to run into me. That right. I feel like right now. Yeah, you're, you're all over the place. But for now, I think you're probably just going to go home and lay down. For for a bit, right? I don't. I think I need to go like for a jog or something. <laughs> I have to do something right now. Excellent. Well, listen. Thank you guys for being here and help supporting the event. We really appreciate it. Thanks thank for you. what you're doing, guys. You got it's here for Taryn and Danny. Yeah. All right. So I tell you what. 
It looks like the Don McCloskey band has gotten set up and ready to go. Well, that yeah. is phenomenal. So we're probably going to do a quick uh, sound check in the commercial break and come back and get some live music from those guys. And then after that, we're going to have the No Name Pops. And uh, we just it's music morning here. Absolutely. At uh, Camp Out for Hunger. So we'll take a break. Jason, there's no band right now. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. You guys are having a good time, right? Come and join us. Camp Out for Hunger. Back in a moment. Ever thought about riding free carnival rides before 8 a.m.? Break your normal morning routine. Bring a donation to Camp Out for Hunger. Watch your favorite morning show live. Grab a free coffee and donut from the Dunkin' Cruiser. And enjoy all of the Camp Out craziness. Visit WMMR.com slash Camp Out for details. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. Yes! 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. The Camp Out for Hunger is underway. The Preston and Steve Show, day number four on an absolutely gorgeous Thursday morning and we've got more awesome live music coming up. Goodman Fist taking a quick break. They're going to return to the stage in a little bit. We have someone in place for the time being and then we've got another musical group that is amassing in the back room as we speak. It's huge. Yeah. The no-name pops are getting prepared to come out and they're going to perform actually a short little concert when we're done. For those of you who come down and hang out when we're finished with the program, we get this classical performance of contemporary music right here in the tent. It's exciting stuff. So a lot to get to. Uh, by the way, I want to mention that this hour is brought to you by our friends at NRG. You can visit picknrg.com for home energy plans with rewards. Going to take a look at traffic, see what's up. Kathy, what you got for us? An accident on the Blue Road has traffic stopped northbound from 95 to the media bypass. Uh, also northbound, uh, we're heavy near Villanova on the southbound side. Looks like you're okay. Uh, some volume between Broomall and the media bypass. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound, that's slowing from 202 into Belmont, heavy the boulevard to the Vine. Westbound Bear Avenue to South Street, city to Belmont. 95 southbound jams Academy all the way into the Vine Expressway. The Vine then jammed the length westbound. Uh, and then on the Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound, that's heavy Willow Grove to Fort Washington. 422 eastbound slows Oaks to First Avenue. 295 northbound at Florence Columbus. That accident cleared, but you're jammed back to 541. 55 northbound, heavy from Deptford to 42. And then 42 both directions. 
at Route 1:30, we've got left lane construction. This traffic report brought to you by GoodAC.com. Whether you're looking for air conditioning, installation, heating repairs, or just preventative maintenance, Good Air Conditioning and Heating does it all. An authorized York dealer. You're in good hands at GoodAC.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thanks, Romano. Welcome. All right, uh, before we chat with our next performer, we do have another guest that we're going to have a discussion with because I just mentioned that NRG is a sponsor for this particular hour. Yes. We just so happen to have the VP and GM of NRG Home East, Mr. Mike Rumbach, who is on stage. Thank you. Morning, Mike. Nice to see you this morning. Thanks for having us. You got your crew out here with you today? We're we're happy to be here. We're taking in the events and uh, glad to be part of what you're doing. Oh, we're so glad you are part because you're one of the essential aspects of getting this whole thing pulled off. So thank you for your uh, support year after year. And also for and for those who are not familiar with NRG, we love people to take a moment and explain in a snapshot exactly what NRG or their company is all about. Uh, NRG is an energy company, and uh, we're all about giving options to your listeners. Uh, you can you can buy your energy from NRG and don't have to buy it from the local utility. But but more importantly, we give options for your customers to do some of what you're doing here, which is a chance to give back to the community as well. So a lot of our customers participate in a choose-to-give program that we uh, operate. And when someone signs up and says, I want to support Phil Abundance, we immediately make a $50 contribution to Phil Abundance, and then we take 1% of their energy usage bill for the year and donate to Phil Abundance. Oh. So you guys are the call to action. You remind everyone every year that Phil Abundance does great work in support of the community, and we make it easy throughout the year for someone to keep giving. That's awesome. great. So that option is just taken care of. You can set aside who you want it to go to, and that will just automatically it's be funneled. Set it and forget it. We take care of it, and we work with Phil Abundance year-round. Um, we're thrilled to be here today to support your effort and to present another $10,000 to Phil Abundance. $10,000! Hallelujah! That is a big check. Thank you so much. Well, it's, it's our pleasure. And, and- it, it, it also says on my notes here, and carbon offsets. Can you explain that real quick? Yeah, we're doing some carbon offsets. It takes a lot to run this event that you do every year, and we're buying carbon offsets to help offset the energy that you're consuming here. That's wow. awesome. That's the terrific, event. yeah. Excellent. Great work. Thank you so much for the support, Mike. We appreciate it. It's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. And, uh, you know, a way for your listeners to help out Phil Abundance for the rest of the year is go to picknrg.com, Phil Abundance, and, uh, and you can be part of giving year-round and be here next year. That's a great uh, option. Thanks. And speaking of next year, the last two years in the spring, I have uh, taken part in the NRG flag football uh, yes, tournament. Indeed. Marissa and I are two-time champions. Oh! Champions of the NRG flag football tournament. I was told not to brag on your behalf, Casey Board, because they said you would do it for yourself. I would do it for myself, and I'm bragging because for two years, I, I feel like I did enough to earn the MVP award, but I did didn't win the MVP award, but that's okay. My receivers did. So <laughs> who can well, he talk? Always to? next year. Always you and next Marissa year. Can right. win, and, and you know that event is something we run every year that also supports Phil Abundance and some other local charities. So Excellent. thanks to you and Marissa for coming out and participating. Thank you. Thank and, you. And next year maybe. Okay. All right, <laughs> Mike Rombach from NRG, guys. Thanks Thank very you very much. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. All right.
Our next guest is no stranger to us and to you guys. He's been in our studio with his band performing live and at the MMRBQ this year put on one hell of a show on the Preston and Steve Show side stage. We are psyched to welcome back, promoting the most recent release, The Chaos and the Beauty. Don McCluskey is here with us. What's going on? Philadelphia's native son. How you doing, man? Doing good. It's excellent to see you guys. It's good to be here. Uh, so you have been, you know, busy this year. You guys have played a ton of shows. Uh, you've got the album out, which, by the way, is on vinyl. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for that. Brought copies here of the Chaos and the Beauty. Yeah, man. This was crowdsourced by your fans, right? That's right. Yeah. So your you, how, talk about your fan base. So fan base is like uh, they are the only fan base who's like. <laughs> They don't know what we're going to do next, but they're like, just do it. <laughs> Where did they get that slogan? Yeah, we're like, we're going to, yeah, just do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're like, we're doing a fourth album. Um, raised $22,000 in two days. Like, they just were like, make this record uh, as glorious as you can. So we took it very seriously. We made it as glorious as we can. It's, we, it's, uh, it's a, a long, <laughs> we, we cut everything to analog tape, uh, you know, three and a half years of, like, toil and... And, and a lot of people working on it, and it's the greatest thing we've ever done. So oh, I love that's it. Fantastic. Very happy. Yeah. yeah. The thing I love about you guys and your band is number one, it's it's got a big, fun, full sound to it. You've got several members of the band. It's, that's a, right. it's, it's a large group, but it is for what I describe because I make some playlists, and every one of your songs that I have are in what I call, categorize as my feel good playlist. Yeah, man. And that's it. I, when I want to be in a good mood, we're on a mission. I put on your music. Yeah. And and it just um, it's it's it, lyrically it does just uh, this, this vibe this almost you know I hate to throw comparisons out there but not that you are it's hard to explain you know how uh, Jimmy Buffett you know God sure. rest his soul now has this vibe in that music yeah. and whatever it is and I'm not a big parrot head either yeah but they're just like like Margaritaville that song will forever make me feel good yes and, yeah you know what I mean and is that do you purposely set out to do that or does it just flow no um, each song is kind of like review itself after like a process of recording it has a lot to do with the instrumentation that you pick for you know what you're hearing in that song yeah so um I, you start out really not knowing what it is and then when it's done you're like wow that is uh, an amalgamation of all the things that i love and listen to so then when people hear that you probably are hearing all the influences that we have as well and that resonates with you and uh yeah from what I understand, this yeah. album uh, has to do a lot with your breakup from uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And it affected um, a lot. I didn't want to talk about it, yeah. but, uh, but, but sure, music, let's music go. Is, is a release, right? <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Weird. I didn't know that. Are you better Sorry. now? You're better now, though, right, John? Well, uh, I still want my scarf. All right, I know. <laughs> that son of a bitch. I'm he not. Let, in the Spider-Man I am movie. not letting this drop. I want to. Uh, I know that scarf is wrong. I've seen you a bunch this year, which is awesome, including MMRBQ and at the Man, when you guys. Uh, open for the It's Always Sunny crew for their podcast and then you guys got to do that the whole band up at Radio City Music Hall and, yes. and I was following along on social media but what I loved most about it was because at that point uh, Rob and Charlie and Glenn and, and Caitlin had seen you perform a few times they really got into what you guys were doing and so I was enjoying their enjoyment of you <laughs> vicariously through yeah. through social media what was that experience like being at, at Radio City it was great yeah yeah. I mean Radio City itself is incredible it's like you know one of the greatest venues in the country it's one of the 
oldest venues in the country. So just playing there and the size of the room, the sheer like size of the room is incredible. Um, so that was great. And then we, when we played the man, um, we, we opened for them. And they were like, when we get to the Radio City Music Hall, you guys got to back us up for... Because Charlie does three or four songs at the end of the show. So they said, you want to back us up for that? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Um, so, so when you're there, you yeah. have to. I think you'd have to do a little bit of Rockettes action. Oh, you know, oh yeah, yeah. without a doubt. I, there, yeah. there, we did a little... Yeah. Na- yes. Uh, Hannah and Sarah were all over the Rockettes. Uh, we joined in as best we could. Sure. Well, yeah. There's suspended like a double-decker bus like above you. There's a lot of faith in engineering when you're yeah. playing there. Yeah. It's like a double-decker bus suspended for the Rockettes. Um, I, I'm going to put in for the budget next year that we are able to hire just Hannah and Sarah to be the presidency <laughs> ship backups. Done. Because they're incredible. And Done. you guys will Hannah hear in just a moment. These two singers. Yeah. Uh, and I just want them to, every now and then, just say what we said, but sing it, yeah. you know, right after you say it. And just do the hand gestures and everything. It makes it so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Who all is in the band, by the way? If you wouldn't mind name-checking everybody, that would be great. Yeah. And then we'll so, get a, have you guys play some music. So, uh, Sarah B. and Hannah Taylor, who we just mentioned here in the front. Sean Hennessy right here on percussion, who's also a magnificent singer-songwriter in his own right. Hennessy Bonfire, if you want to check him out. Nice. Uh, uh, Adam Flicker on keys. May or may not have been burning a blunt at the MM barbecue while he was with, playing. Absolutely, without a doubt. Okay. And if he could do it on stage right now, he would be. <laughs> I understood. Um, yep. uh, Joe Baldacci on drums. Yo, Joe. My longtime collaborator and good friend Tom Spiker on bass. Yeah. yeah. The one and only Ross Bellinois on guitar. Excellent. Yes. So we're going to get two songs out of you guys. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Any gigs coming up that you want to make? Yeah, we have Brooklyn Bowl. Oh. But it's in Philadelphia, so yeah. it's very confusing. What, when is, what's the date of that? <laughs> Brooklyn Bowl Philly is the vinyl drop. It's on uh, December 2nd. Saturday, December 2nd. And okay. that show is presented by the Preston and Steve show. That is That's right. right. Yep. So if you like what you hear in just a moment, go see it live. Oh, go yeah. see the Brooklyn Bowl. All right, head over there, Don. All right, sounds good. We're going to get some music from Don McCloskey and his band. And by the way... I'll mention again, the album is called The Chaos and the Beauty, and it's just, like I said, it's just great feel-good music. Like, I get annoyed by calculated feel-good music where they're trying too hard. This will actually make you feel good. Most definitely. So uh, Don's going to get his guitar on, and he's going to play for you guys. And like you said, the vinyl is coming out, and this is a gorgeous... uh, I'm going to give... We we need to make sure that Pierre gets one of these. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Because it's a beautiful artwork, and uh, and we actually have a turntable here right next to uh, where I'm sitting, so you never know. You might want to spin it. All right, Don, what are we going to hear first, my man? Uh, First in flight. Oh, I love this song. Don McCloskey and his band on MMR. Here we go, gang. Two American boys gonna conquer the dream gonna turn the bicycles into a flying machine and against all odds, they believe that they will get a little closer to God. I don't kill their boy. But when the winds come up blowing and the skies turn black, and there's no way of knowing if you're making it back. 
Do you succumb to the circumstance? Do you resign to your fate? Or do you find the strength within to take a leap of faith? No more will I stumble. No more will I fall. Came crashing to my knees. But I'm beginning to grow. Yeah, I'm standing on my feet. Walking into the light. Feel like jumping from the mountain. Like the singer for that I song. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, stand under my own feet. Come on now. Yeah, yeah run into the... Can I do it next time? Uh, Don McCloskey. Okay, December 2nd. You gotta be there. I'll be there. Alright, second song. You're gonna get up there? and yeah. uh, Alright, we'll see what happens here. Uh, he shows up for the gig and they're like, oh, we were just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah I, was, I was kidding too. We were just kidding, and it wasn't serious. <laughs> He's all dressed. Yeah. He's got the leather pants oh, on and the half top. Uh, yeah. We'll cover the cost of the rental. <laughs> yeah. Uh, December second, they're going to be playing at Brooklyn Bowl, and this is uh, the chaos and the beauty. It's going to be the vinyl drop that particular night, and you can get tickets at brooklynbowl.com/slash/philadelphia. Uh, what else are we going to get from you this morning, Don? Is there another song off of the new album, or are you going to go back? A brand new song. Guys. A brand new yeah, song. So you have uh, a, like premiere. First in Flight on the show. Yes. Um, so we're going to premiere this one. We haven't recorded it yet. It's not recorded. We're going to do it. We did it at MM Barbecue. Okay. 
It's called Welcome to the Fitness. Welcome to the Fitness. Love it. All right. Thank you. One. Oh, it's my sister. Hey, <laughs> thank you, Nora. <laughs> so, by the way, so first in flight, for those who don't know, that's about Wilbur and Orville, right? It's a really cool story. If you don't, because yeah. a lot of times I'll hear a song and the melody gets me and I'm not really listening lyrically to what's going on. I'm just digging on the vibe. But if you take a listen to the lyrics, you'll find that it is that story. How about this one? What is this about? So this one, um, it's not really, I, I don't really know, to be okay. honest. It's not like an about thing, but it is a lot, well, it's about fitness and it's about the importance and the absurdity of fitness culture in our, in our, like both, both important and ridiculous at the same time. All right, time. I like, I that's like, what that. I like that. Yeah. Well, welcome to the fitness. All right. Let's you get ready it. for it? Yeah. Welcome to the fitness. Are you guys ready for it?
McCloskey. I mean, it kept ascending and up and more. It was That's amazing. How you, that is how you build, man. That is that is a classic build right there. Listen, I know Stevie Wonder's a legend, but I never saw him run around the venue. Yeah. Do you feel the stage shaking? Yeah. These guys were bouncing up and down so much, our stage was shaking. Don ran around the audience and just went absolutely insane. And that's just a taste of what you get of Don and his band. So December 2nd, Brooklyn Bowl. Make sure you go see Philly's own Don McCluskey. Thank you, guys. Don, we love you. You guys are wonderful. Have fun, everybody. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. We're going to have uh, the Philly, the no-name pop start to get set up. Love We're going to have a classical performance here in a little while. This is crazy. <laughs> and also our friends at Good Man Fisk are not done yet. You guys done yet? No. We'll be back in just a minute. Make some noise. It's Camp Over Hunger on 93.3 WMMR. What is Camp Out for Hunger? Where do I park? What hours can I come by? Any other condo rides free? Can I donate online? You've got questions. We've got all the answers. WMMR.com slash camp out for everything you want to know and more. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. Yes! And the energy stays up. At Camp Out for Hunger, 93.3 WMMR. Our fourth day of the event, and by far, weather-wise, the most beautiful one that we've had. It's uh, gorgeous. Just fantastic. Going up to like 67 degrees, clear skies, excellent. Tomorrow, 70 degrees, partly cloudy skies. That's the way we want to end this event. But everything's going throughout the day. Obviously, we have the, the, our first ever T-shirt event tonight, Camp Out T-shirt. And then tomorrow morning, we're here doing this again. So 5 o'clock is when we'll start giving away the free T-shirts. They're free with a donation, that is. One per person, 15 and older. And it's our first ever Camp Out for Hunger shirt, so come by this evening, and the entire show is going to be here. We're going to be taking pictures with people. We'd yes. love, love to meet you, so if you get a chance, come out. Uh, let's see. What are we going to do? It's close enough to 10 o'clock. I'm going to mention this. The 10 o'clock hour is sponsored by our friends at 5 Below. We got the holidays at 5 Below. A couple other things to get to, but let's take a look at traffic first and see what's going on. And, Kath, what do you have? Is this our last one? It's our final one. Okay, so in that case, we want to thank Heart Fueling services, Pepsi, Five Below, the Royal Group, Mid-Atlantic, Cash Cow Vending, Planet Fitness, Regency Furniture, Phil Abundance, and all of the Camp Out volunteers who are helping us here this year. The Blue Route northbound is jammed 95 to the Media Bypass. There was an accident. It's cleared now. Southbound, heavy from Broomall to Media. Schuylkill eastbound backs up 202 into Belmont. Heavy the Boulevard to University. Westbound still jams Bear Avenue to South Street, City to Belmont. 95 southbound slowing Gerard into the Vine Express. The Vine westbound, that's still jammed. The length 95 to the Schuylkill. And then in New Jersey, uh, Route 73, the off-ramp to 295 in Mount Laurel. Uh, closed for construction until 2 o'clock. The Black Horse Pike eastbound at Darty Road. We've got two right lanes blocked with an accident. 55 northbound slowing from Deptford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by Discover. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDI. I see. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Last look at traffic from Kathy Romano. (laughs) 
To quote David Lee Roth, she is like a god to these people. Unbelievable. It's amazing. Uh, you know what we need to do? We have time for one more privilege section. Yes. One more privilege section of the morning. And Steve Morrison, it is your turn to make that choice. So yeah. who's going to be the one that gets to sit? So many good ones, but I happen to be a massive Julie Jerkoff fan. So I'm going to have to go with Julie Jerkoff. You guys together? All right. All right. Come on down. All right. We have two ladies. They're carrying signs. They're wearing shirts. One of the shirts says, in a lovely cursive font, Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> so we love it. You guys, I don't know if that microphone's on. Here comes Marissa. Yes. All right. So step over to the mic. What is your name, by the way? What's your name? I'm Julie Jerkoff. you Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> weeks ago um and i'm a youtuber well i mean i'm a youtube fan yeah um and we love you guys so much thank you so much for everything you do for us for us nerds us weirdos (laughs) like to stand behind the screen and don't really talk much i'm talking a lot right now but (laughs) i love i you. Uh, I love our YouTube so community. Like the, the YouTubers that watch the show, they are uh, it's a daily thing. They all say hi to each other. They greet one another. There's a bunch of people who are on the YouTube stream who came down this week. So it's a really cool way to experience the show. And more and more people that I talk to that listen to our show do it via YouTube, which is pretty damn awesome. And what's your name, by the way? I'm Trina Hirschberger. We, I was 2017 St. Patty's Day divorce party. Yes! Oh, yes! Yes! You were in we, rode, we rode all over your dress. Yes, it was my friend's dress. I was like, the maid of honor. We all had those Irish yes. tuxedo yeah. shirts. Yes. Julie got drunk last night and made this shirt. See how it's crooked? I love it. Yes. That's why she's Julie Jerkoff. It's like way crooked. I love it. All right. Have, have a seat, guys. Have Enjoy. Seat, guys. We're going to get a front row seat and some great music here in just a moment. And speaking of great music, we, yes, you can yes. make some noise to them. Uh, speaking of great music, we want to welcome our next guest. He is the MMR Local Shots Artist of the Month, and he just so happens to be the lead singer of Goodman Fisk. Please welcome Ryan Wade to the show. What's going on, guys? All right, so Ryan, and by the way, what, what do I call you? Ryan Wade or Ryan Fisk? or Because you're going well, by... Good man Fisk has got the cover band name, so I figured I'd give my middle name a little bit of, of leeway here and, get, and go with Ryan Wade here for the original project. I love it, man. All right, so you have been you guys have been part of Camp Out for Hunger for several years now. I think it's been eight years now. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know how you do it this early in the morning, because this is not rock star time at all, but you guys pull it off every single year, so thanks for making yeah, it happen. Yeah, we love the be here, and we're going to be here till we keep we can't go any longer. <laughs> so we're going to be featuring music from you uh, this month on MMR. Brent Porsche is playing, I think, on Wednesday. You had said yeah, Wednesdays uh, at six thirty. Yeah, he plays he plays a couple of my songs, and I'm actually working on a new song, trying to get it released for the last uh, the last Thursday. I believe it's the 29th. I'm going to have some new music unheard. And you guys played a song this morning called Cold Blue Steel, right? Cold Blue Steel. Yep, and it's available everywhere on on uh, on uh, YouTube on. Uh, Spotify. Spotify, Apple Music. Excellent. So, uh, and I love that. And with with this, uh, I was talking to Brent about you. Did you play all the instruments on that album? Uh, most of them. I had, I had Anthony played the drums on, on Cold Blue Steel. Alex did a little bit vocally and stuff. But yeah, it's mainly uh, it's mainly all me in the studio. Wow. It's a good time. Excellent, man. Well, we appreciate you being a part of Camp Out. We want to congratulate you on your solo success yes. as well as with the band. So, yes. Uh, yes. And, I, and I apologize, man. We, we set up this music stuff 
and we had to cut Goodman Fisk short on their set today because we got a set up for the No Name Pop. So I apologize for nah, that, man. I was just glad to be a part of it. Glad to be a part of it. And I would love one day to be a part of the MM Barbecue. Yeah. yeah. All right. You're what sure? do you guys think about that? Yeah, I love that. You're going idea. in the right direction. I'll tell you that. That's yeah. right, man. Yeah. I'm going, man. The music is going well. Everyone's been real receptive. We're playing it at the cover shows. So uh, yeah, if you can get out there, Ryan Wade, all over social media. Do you have your own uh, website? I know there's GoodmanFist.com. Yes. Ryan, RyanWadeMusic.com. All right. We'll make sure people are aware of it, man. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, guys. Love right. you guys and everything you guys do. Let's hear it for Ryan, everybody. And as we're uh, we're getting set up, we're going to do the bizarre file here in a second. You're going to start seeing uh, all kinds of stuff being set up in front because the no name pops are going to come out. But before we do the B file, uh, we are going to welcome over another group uh, who have been instrumental in making things happen around here. And we would like to welcome from, or actually, I'll, I'll give you their titles first: the director of marketing and the vice president of marketing, respectively, Dana Zupo and John Caruso from Five Below. We are thrilled. Good morning. <laughs> Thanks for being here, guys. We are thrilled to be here. Thank you. Excellent. And uh, we are big fans of Five Below, have been ever since you guys opened up ages ago. How many? Any idea how many years now? 21 years now. Okay. Oh, wow. Jeez. I remember that because yeah. when, it, when it first opened, I'm like, you mean I can just go in there with five bucks? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I can walk out with all kinds of stuff. And that was the case. Absolutely. It's easy to drop a 50 nowadays with the stuff we have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, you guys have you have locations all over in in the general in the Delaware Valley, right? Any idea how many? I mean, oh gosh, it's over um, like I think fifty. Yeah, we're, the we're, Delaware we're, Valley. In this area, over a hundred, fifteen hundred nationwide. We're really growing. Twenty-one years of growth. It's been yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's because you, you do you do it right. Yeah, and, and the fact that you we always see your name attached to all sorts of things that we're doing uh, means the world because obviously you need that to get stuff done, especially like the camp out for hunger. So your participation is so awesome. Oh, we're happy to be here. The food trucks and fireworks event yeah. was amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you, you like guys, the drone show? I love the drone show. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and you guys sponsored the, the Midway that we did here on Monday night. And I we think did. I remember it, it, might, it was a couple of years ago at, at a food trucks festival where I met you guys for the first time and you were like, we need to be you know, all in, you know, behind this this project. Totally. And you guys have been with us ever since. We yeah. really appreciate that. And we the, appreciate you, which is why we have a special gift, if you don't oh, mind. Uh, all right. Uh, I mean, this is probably the most important gift you'll get this year. We, all right. We have a common hero amongst us, and that would probably be Bodie from Plain oh! Break. We try to live our lives by his principles. <laughs> Turn it around the audience so they can see it. It's Bodie from Point Break. Would you read the quote? Standing shirtless. And, uh, yeah, do me a favor. John, read that quote because I can't quite see it from here. What does it say? Oh. Yeah, you're going to have to read it on yeah, the mic. I, let me read it out loud. It's his famous quote. Okay. If you want the ultimate, you've got to be willing to pay the ultimate price. It's not tragic to die doing what you love. There you yeah. go. Hi. Bodhi. Sage words from the Bodhisattva. And back off, War Child. Seriously. <laughs> Let me say one thing. It's begging for a prequel. War Child, Bodhi growing up as kids. Yes. <laughs> what more do you want? How about that? War Baby? That'd War be Baby. Great. Yeah. War yeah. Baby. baby, then yeah. child, then eventually teenager. Yes. Yeah. War senior. Teenager. Back and... off, War Senior. Seriously. <laughs> We're waiting for it. Oh, you guys are wonderful. So good. So much fun. We're happy to support and happy to be here today and helping all of our communities. You guys, guys are great. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Let's hear it for the gang of Five Below, everybody. Yeah. 
Anything else? Yes. So we can't come to camp out without oh. making a donation. Oh, my and God. And so we are proud to present $20,000. Oh, my God. Wow. You I- just keep on giving. I didn't know that was going to happen. I had no idea you I guys thought, had a donation like that. The midway was enough. It was I, awesome. I was happy with the Bodie thing. The Bodie thing. Wow. $20,000 going to fill abundance on behalf of the Camp Out of Hunger. You guys are amazing. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you. All right, let's hear it for them, gang. That's 20 grand donation. Dana and John. Wow. Okay. Now... It's tough act to follow. Yeah. Uh, But we do need to do the Bizarre File, so I think I can handle that. Let's get that going, Jason, please. All right, B-File this morning is brought to you by the iconic Lorenzo & Sons Pizza is a Philadelphia staple, of course. Locations in Westchester, in Xfinity Live, and Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Visit LorenzosWestchester.com. We'll start with this follow-up story. Wisconsin woman Jesse Krzyzewski was found guilty of murdering her friend with eye drops. Oh, this is the second time. Yeah, Krzyzewski was also found guilty of stealing almost $300,000 from victim Lynn Hernan before poisoning her. Investigators initially thought that Hernan overdosed, but the ingredient that killed her was the main ingredient found in eye drops. It was then suspected that someone tried to make her passing look like a suicide. Krzyzewski admitted to giving Herman a water ball, or Hernan a water ball filled with Visine, but claimed that she willingly drank eye drops. Sure! Her defense team unsuccessfully argued that Hernan gave her friend a lot of money before taking her own life and Krzyzewski faces a mandatory life sentence. It's in crazy. Yeah. You remember in, in a, the hangover, that whole eye drop thing where it, you, Bradley Cooper was made sick. But you, you, Oh, that was in, uh, in uh, uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers, yes. So, uh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and I always thought, well, that's an interesting little practical joke and then you realize quickly, it could be lethal. Could kill you. That's crazy. And it's nuts that she tried to pass it off that she drank it Willingly. All right, how about this story? Uh, two humane societies are considering legal action against an Arizona breeding company after as many as 260 small animals that were supposed to be placed for adoption were instead frozen and fed to reptiles at a Phoenix farm. It's unbelievable. Uh, humane Society board chair Robert Garcia said, I am heartbroken. Uh, they said that the breeder clearly intended to use these animals as feed instead of finding them adoptive homes. Garcia said that he wants to ensure the strategy never happens again and those who are responsible are held accountable. Authorities said that due to overcrowding, the San Diego Humane Society asked the Southern Arizona nonprofit chapter in July for help finding homes for a large group of what they call pocket pets that included rabbits and guinea pigs. Garcia said 323 small animals were transferred to Tucson and then Phoenix in August. They were supposed to be in the hands of a man who facilitated animal adoptions, but but authorities said that they wound up with his brother who operated a reptile farm. Man. Garcia said 62 small animals were returned after the Tucson agency began asking questions about the whereabouts of the others. So last 
Preston, I was watching a documentary about this stuff. Preston, I was in the RV eating a petsicle. Oh. And I uh, said, Jesus, they when later will it stop? learned about the breeder and that part of his business included selling both live and frozen animals for reptile feed. Uh, the Humane Society last month also accepted the resignation of its chief operating Sorry. Officer. Yeah, right. All right, an Alabama woman with two uteri, two uteruses, yes. uh, is pregnant with twins, and she's due on Christmas Day. What do you call a herd of uteruses? Uh, it's a, uh, uh, oh, what is it? It's a fupa. A fupa. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Kelsey Hatcher is currently pregnant with two girls, one in each uterus. Is this... Uh- I'm going to say this probably isn't the first time in history, but I'm going to say it's probably rare. It is rare. Hatcher has a unique situation in that she has two uteri and became pregnant in both around the same time. Uh, The twins are due the same day, uh, but they may actually be born hours, days, or weeks apart. Wow. I'm not a doctor, but I assume she was getting double teamed, correct? Uh, Maybe so. It it may have been. I do not know. But listen, the babies can be born weeks apart. Yes. I've never heard of that before. Uh, There was one case where there was an infant and then an adult man walked out. (laughs) Yeah. How you doing? How are you? Yeah. It was dark in there. By the way, you haven't experienced a fart till you experienced it from the inside out. I plan to write a book. (laughs) All right. See you later. Uh, I got to get out of here. All right. I called an Uber. That's when I was in your fallopian tube. All right. Okay. One more story. Uh, that one's too sad. We can't do that. All right. Let's go with it. Sorry. All right. I like this one. Some of them. Some of them. I know. You're there's pacing. A, there's an order. Listen, there's a, there's, we appreciate it. You curate them for us. There's an order. A 34-year-old man from Chicago is under arrest after robbing a jewelry store and then leading police on a high-speed chase on Saturday evening. Dispatchers received a 911 call from a K Jewelers. The caller said the man had stolen an undetermined amount of jewelry and fled. And it's interesting what he ended up saying to them. Okay. So the sheriff's deputy saw the vehicle fleeing, tried to pull the driver over. Uh, and according to officers, during the pursuit, the suspect began sticking his hand out of the window and motioning to officers. He eventually hit a police vehicle, continued to flee. They boxed him in, and they placed him under arrest. And when asked why he was motioning to the officers, the suspect was quoted as saying, I was trying to tell you that you're not allowed to pursue me. So that's what he was just a heads up. Don't do it. There are some states and cities that don't allow. I'm yeah, well, if you get into a high-speed pursuit, high it becomes dangerous. But this guy <laughs> thought it was well within his right yeah. to uh-huh. explain to them, you can't do that. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Uh, the suspect charged with criminal mischief, theft, resisting law enforcement, and leaving the scene of an accident. And he is being held. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file yes. for you. All right. Well, while we've been doing the B-File, we've had uh, a bit of activity. Uh, some, uh, some of the gang has been getting set up here for the No Name Pops. And I just want to remind you, if you are coming here to the Camp Out for Hunger, they are going to be performing not only a song on the air, but when we get done, they're going to play a mini set here uh, for the in- intent audience. You get, so rolling all this out, and obviously we have the, the you know Rodney and, and Don and our, our, the engineers and all the people who handle all this, it's an incredibly meticulous thing to do. Yep. Can you think of 
any other group of guys that could pull this off this with this amount of time to do it live on the radio. No, they're it's amazing. It's crazy what they're having to go through. But uh, I think they're going to start. I think they're going to fill in this area in front too. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have to find out. So they're going to. They're probably going to do a little sound check while we take a break, and uh, we'll get live music in a bit. Yes, case. Yeah, it was uh, easily the most crowded the back uh, stage area has ever been. I was back there, and I want to give a shout out to uh, Cardinal O'Hara High School. I don't know if they're in the tent anymore, but uh, I brought them backstage for a picture. But uh, they came by here with a bunch of food that they collected. Uh, they, you know, and a lot of high schools will do this. They uh, um, they have a, like an in-house competition, and the, oh. you know the the people who raise the most amount of food get to take off from school and then come down here, and that's what happened here. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, my one question is that is that huge tub of bacon still back there? Oh, there was a huge, there was a yeah, tub bacon. of bacon back there. No, no. It was the most glorious thing I've ever. I seen. don't believe you. I'm going to go investigate. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back at the Camp Out for Hunger. Ladies and gentlemen, you got time to come see us. We'll be right back on MMR. Stay with us. Got Camp Out questions? Get Camp Out answers at WMMR.com slash Camp Out. Hours, directions, parking, and more, all in one place. WMMR.com slash Camp Out. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. MMR rocks, doesn't it? Yes, and so does Camp Out for Hunger, and so do you people who make it possible. Everybody has been coming down to donate food here at the sports complex, right in the shadow of Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center and the Lake and Citizens Bank Park. It's all right here. Uh, it's already 10.30, and we still got a couple more segments to go. We have the no-name pops getting set up. They are in place. They're going to be performing live, not only on the air here in a moment, but they're also going to do a set afterwards when we break and they're going to play for the in-studio audience. So if you were within a few minutes of here, come on by because you're going to love it. Hearing live music like that is fantastic. And they have one of the best lead singers I've ever heard. She's amazing. She's yes, there she is right there. Yeah. We'll do the introductions <laughs> in, uh, in just a little while. And, uh, and she's going to do Natural Woman, but just here in the tent. Okay. So you need to be here for that. Yes. It'll blow you away. I promise you that. All right. So we have a couple of other things to do uh, beforehand. So we're going to give away. Uh, we're going to do the lesson question. So we'll see if you've been paying attention to the program this morning. Uh, as a prize today, we're going to give away a pair of tickets uh, for Burke Kreischer. Uh, it's the Tops yeah. Off World Tour. Yeah. 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 Wednesday, November 29th at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, So let's see. We're going to go back. 
Yeah, we're going to go back to the six o'clock hour. What dance will Will Smith? What will? What dance was Will Smith doing when he was having alleged sex with another man? Two one five two six three WMMR. If you heard, and you know the answer. Call now. Uh, what dance was Will Smith doing when he was caught allegedly having sex with another man? Let's see if you know the answer. While you call, we will do the trash. What's going on this morning, Steve? Wait, trash. You need the intro. Oh I usually hit the button. Uh, so it threw me off. Uh, brought to you by Deeds and Watson. Whether you are craving smoky, spicy, or sweet, Deeds and Watson has what you need to create the perfect sandwich. Deeds and Watson. It's a family thing. Premium meats and artisan cheeses, man. Yeah! Since Damn it. 1939. What's going on, Steve? Well, Kim Kardashian revealing the surprising way she likes her pizza. On the latest episode of The Kardashians, Kim reveals she likes pizza, pizza best when it is pounding her from behind. Jesus. According to multiple sources, she maybe misunderstood the question. I think it's deep inside. Yeah. According to multiple sources, Brad Pitt, very interested in producing a biopic about Britney Spears and the battle over her conservatorship. Pitt says the key will be finding an actress who can drool on command. And finally, country legend Dolly Parton shedding some light on why her husband, Carl Dean, is virtually never seen in public, and it has to do with his hands. Dolly reveals that Dean's hands are irrevocably and hideously knotted from years of feeling her up. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. What dance was Will Smith doing when he was having alleged sex with another man? We will go to the first caller in, and that was April. And I hear by the feedback, April. Okay. Scooby-Doo. It's, yeah. it's April. It's somebody dressed as Scooby-Doo. We love April. She's worn it the entire morning. April, come up here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she, by the way, she's talking through her eyeball. Uh, April, what dance was Will Smith doing when he was caught? Carlton. The Carlton. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. She got here early and has worn this Scooby-Doo costume the whole morning. All right, April, hang on the line because they will get your information back <laughs> to the studio. And you get to go see Burke Kreischer. Yeah. Tops off world tour. Oh, she's sweet. Wednesday, November 29th at the Wells Fargo Center. Some tickets remain via Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. And we will now get to music news. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, Music News brought to you by the American Red Cross, proud supporter of Camp Out for Hunger. Make a difference in the lives of others. Give blood through the American Red Cross to help hospital patients. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. So we'll start with this. Um, bon Jovi is going to release a Christmas song, and it will come out on Friday. The original piece of music is called Christmas Isn't Christmas, and it was recorded at Oceanway Studio in Nashville and Features the current lineup of Bon Jovi, Tico Torres, David Bryan, John, and then you have Phil X, Hugh McDonald, John Shanks, and Everett Bradley. And the new music is part of Bon Jovi's 40th anniversary celebration as the group hits the milestone with their debut album next year. Judas Priest is going to be touring North America next spring with special guest uh, Sabaton. 14 shows have been announced. A kickoff date will be uh, in Connecticut April 18th. And there is a show generally in our area. It's going to be in Reading. How long has it been since they last toured? Or am I... I'm not sure. Reason, I think it's been a long time. Not sure. April 12th, they'll be playing at uh, the Sundantar 
Arena in Reading. Welcome to Santander. Dude, I can't help but say it that way. Welcome. Santan. Santander. 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 Say it. I don't know. How do you say it? Santander. 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 Yeah, I'm looking to purchase some tickets to that Santander. Santander. I think it's Santander. It's not. I think. I think he's right. Santander. Is it Santander? No. Yes, it is. I swear to God. Is it Santander or Santander? Santana. It's Santana. Everyone's yelling out what they think it is. It's your Aunt Millie. Hold on. Rep from him? What? Oh, you swore for it. All right. All right, we need your microphone on. Hello. All right. It's Santander. Santander? Neither of us were right. We were all wrong. (laughs) It's a really nice arena. Let's let's just call it the really nice arena in Reading. That's where they're playing. I like it. Where did our where did the teletype go? Oh, there it is. Okay, Jason did that. All right, next we have this. This is really cool. A year after her Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, Dolly Parton is releasing her first rock album, Rockstar, and it comes out tomorrow. The 30-song set features collaborations with a who's who from the rock world. We've mentioned this before, uh, but I will just reiterate. Uh, there's a, um, a version of Let It Be with Peter Frampton and uh, also Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr and Mick Fleetwood. And also they're doing Peter Frampton. She's doing Peter Frampton's Baby, I Love Your Way. He's going to be on that as well. Uh, it also includes collaborations with Elton John, Sting, John Fogarty, Stevie Nicks, Joan Jett, uh, Debbie Harry, Rob Halford, Pat Benatar, Neil Geraldo, Lizzo, <laughs> Stephen Tyler, Simon LeBond, Steve Perry, Kevin Cronin, There's Cheryl Crow, Michael McDonald, and many, many more. What, Paul? Too many people on this album. I, well, you're one of them. So uh, Everything we've heard, I like. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It sounds And she's really sort of staying true to the original spirit of the uh, of the songs that she selected. All right. And then, one last story. George Thorogood and the Destroyers are celebrating the band's 50th anniversary. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, with uh, several events. On November 30th, the Grammy Museum in Los Angeles will present an intimate conversation, followed by a performance. Uh, the following day, exactly 50 years after they played their first show ever, they're playing a gig in L.A. George commented and said, I'll admit... Uh, Uh, to a warm feeling of satisfaction, maybe a bit of pride, and definitely a whole lot of gratitude, but I must admit, 15 years doesn't feel like a long, or 50 years doesn't feel like a long time when you love what you do. Every show we play can still feel like the biggest night of our lives. By the way, they played their very first show ever December 1st, 1973 at the University of Delaware's Lane Hall. So that's That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, that's it in music news. Um, But before we welcome our next guest on the, uh, the stage, I've had this sitting back here, and I got I got to lift this up. Uh, I have a giant check here, uh, but what's interesting about it is what it what it says. And uh, I'm going to read this to you. Hold it for you. Uh, yeah, this says. Um this is on Carter and Oliver Fisher. This is from Carter and Oliver Fisher, 93.3 Bam Bam Boulevard. And it says, been come to known as Keep It in Nooch, pay to the order of Camp Out for Hunger. And it is courtesy of Ann Gorski Savings and Loan, yes. a Crum- Crumbum United subsidiary. Uh, so they, and it says for people in need. And they raised uh, $1,160. Oh. But I thought this is a cute... 
giant check from Ann Gorski Savings and Loan. There have been so many clever signs and costumes and people really referencing the show and just stuff associated with the show. I love this. Yes. So thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, I mentioned earlier this morning uh, that lunch for volunteers and staff is going to be provided by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. And uh, they dropped off a little bit of food in the back. And uh, we do appreciate that. But it wasn't enough because apparently it got absolutely devoured before we ever Is it gone? It's gone, dude. I had a half a nugget. Are you kidding me? I had a half a strip. But (laughs) they're they're serving lunch later. We waited so long. I know. We waited. We wanted. It's okay. You're going to be okay. We have the area leader of their restaurants here with us this morning. This is Lana Talman. Lana. Lana. How are you? Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. All right. Lana, 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 what do you prefer? That's an amazing question. Lana, like banana. All right. There you go. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I wanted to make sure we got that right. All right. Lana, so- I-, I heard. Make it better. <laughs> we need more We need more of the product. Oh, make here. it better, yeah. meaning bring more. Yeah. Oh, you guys are serving up lunch this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, we got oh, you okay. covered. Don't All you worry. Right. There's going to be chicken tenders for days. Yeah. That, right. was just, that was just a, a little. You a, scared me. Sorry, ma'am. I got so excited and so disappointed. Disappointed yesterday because I had to take my son over to New Jersey. Okay. Uh, he was being a, a, a sponsor for confirmation, and he, I was like, "Let's go stop for something to eat." And I go, "Oh, there's a Raising Canes. It was right there on Route 70, and I'm getting ready to pull in. It's under construction. It's being built as we speak. So when is that going to open?" So we've got four restaurants opening in the first quarter of the year: awesome. uh, Burlington, Marlton, Cherry Hill, and Deppert. We're coming for you. Let's go. Right. So you are not going to have that issue anytime soon. Hey, what's the story real quickly behind Raising Cane's. Where did this start? Yeah, so we started 26 years ago in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Our founder, Todd Graves, had this amazing idea to start a chicken finger business. He went and studied this and took an entrepreneurship class um, in school. Actually failed the class, got the worst grade. (laughs) Yeah, pretty ironic, but he didn't let that stop him. He didn't take any, uh, he did not take no for an answer. He figured, okay, let me go get a small business loan. I'll show up. I've got my business plan all wrote out that I did in school, went to the bank, showed up in a suit with this nice, beautiful suitcase. They said, yeah, no, we're not going to give you any loans. We don't really believe in this business. So that didn't stop him either. He said, okay, I'm going to raise the initial capital for this business. He learned he could go be a boilermaker out in California and earn some quick cash. He did that. He worked long, hard, 14-hour days, raised a lot of money. And then he learned there while working with fellow boilermakers, hey, you can go and become a sockeye salmon fisherman in Alaska and make even more cash. So he showed up in Alaska, (laughs) didn't know a soul. Ultimately, someone let him on a boat. He spent months and months doing that tireless work, very hard, very dangerous work, came back to Baton Rouge with the capital he needed to get that initial piece of land on the gates of uh, LSU's campus. He built the restaurant with his bare hands and a few buddies and opened gates. And, uh, and then World War II. And then- <laughs> I, did, I was not expecting his life story. Yeah. I thought maybe, which is great but because it shows the passion. So he's, but he's a self-made, self-made guy. Yeah, the business is awesome. 100%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and so how, how many locations nationwide We've got over 800 uh, nationwide and counting. We're opening about 100 a year right now. Do you know the funny thing is, I said to Kathy before you go, and I go, you like chicken fingers. You like this, right? And, and, and yeah, everyone sort of sheepishly goes, yeah, I love them. Because you do. They're awesome. And I don't care. I envy sometimes the children's menu at restaurants because I, 
you can't order from. But you know, I, I love the chicken pig. So this is a great thing for me. That's why I got passionate about it. I love that. And yeah, you won't go wrong because we only serve chicken fingers. So kids yeah. menu and adults menu are one. There of we the go. Same. I won't feel like an idiot. All right. Not only are you uh, serving up lunch for us today, you have a donation to make as we well. We did. All right. Yeah. Okay. I see you have a giant check. Tell us about that. I sure do. Yep. So once we found out about this incredible organization and opportunity, we said we're all in. We want to donate 15% of all proceeds from our business this past Tuesday. So every single customer that we had, 15% of the portions went to uh, President Steve's Camp Out for Hunger campaign. We've raised over $8,613. That is awesome. I love it. That's a lot of damn chicken fingers. Oh, yeah. And we'll definitely be back next year. Oh, thank you. All right, real quick, your favorite sauce. Favorite sauce? Favorite sauce? Sauce is boss. Cane sauce. The only one to eat. Cane sauce. Sauce is boss. If you don't get a a raise by the end of this, I have never seen a better employee in my life. Excellent. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Lana. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me, y'all. Cheers. Bye. And that's from Raising Canes. Excellent. All right. So anything else I need to do? Well, I just grabbed this off the printer. I don't know if somebody printed this up, so I wasn't sure if that was you that printed that up. <laughs> what, what is it? What is it? Can we... I didn't print that up. I didn't either. Can somebody... Do we have a camera that can get a... I'm not even going to say this. I'm just going to show you, and then I'll say to the audience, get a real tight close-up, Sean. Let me, it's going to need to be... Super close. Yeah. And then I'll hold this up to the camera once I see it up on our monitor here. Whoever's switching... Yeah, that's perfect. The camera... <laughs> Yeah, I want I want it in tight as there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. You're right there, right? Okay, this is all that it says on this page. You ready? Get in there. Wait, wait. Oh, it's it's blurry. Focus. You can't see it. Oh, you can't see it? No. It's really tiny. All right. I'm right, going over there. I'm over. going over there. Hang on. Yeah, it's something. I assume this can't be said on air. Oh, is it something that can't be said on air, Case? No. I can't see it. it. So blurry. Says. Can I have my eye drops? Can't read it. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Ah, there you okay. go. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It, it's one word, and it's perfectly centered in like 12-point font in the middle of the page. I grabbed grab it off the print. There it is. You didn't print it, Casey? I didn't print that. Because that's something you would do. It's totally something I would do. All right. I love it, <laughs> If you don't know, it just simply says the word ball sack on it. And uh, I don't know where that came right, from. So we covered that. Okay. <laughs> uh, he handed it to me, so, but this time I didn't say it like I did that time. Ball sacks are yummy. That, you, know, you guys know that's because Casey passed me a note that said that on it. <laughs> you were coming and, and I just <laughs> Ball sacks are yummy. Ball, ball sacks are yummy. Ball, 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 ball sacks are yummy. And you did, you just said it. Oh, but the delivery, he's like, this isn't funny. I'm yeah. Like, oh, ball, ball sacks are yummy. Uh-huh. Ball, 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 ball sacks are yummy. And now it lives in infamy. <laughs> Now that one I did on purpose. You did screw that on purpose. I need to find out who printed that out. Yeah, somebody's hijacked. Somebody's hijacked. Well, let me ask you, who's retiring soon? Yeah. Ah, Bill Bill Weston. Weston. This whole time. Uh All right. uh, I only got to say ball sex. All right, I think we should take a break because we are getting ready for live music from the No Name Pops. Does that sound good to you guys? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, we're going to come back. Live music will also wrap up the show later today. One of the week prize camp out for hunger. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
every donation counts this week at Camp Out for Hunger. If you're bringing non-perishable food donations, check out Phil Abundance's list of most needed items. If inspired to send your support from home, the online donation link will count your contribution towards the total. Visit WMMR.com slash campout to support. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. WMMR, Camp Out for Hunger, fourth day, Thursday, beautiful, beautiful morning, great group of people in our audience today, and still a little bit more to go, it's almost 11 a.m., Wow! and we have another musical performance, No, one that's going to absolutely blow you away, we guarantee you that, so we are going to get to the particulars at the end of the program, after we get a performance, uh, and we'll bring out Pierre Robert in a moment, and do all the good things that we do at Pierre, before we hand things over to him, but a reminder, if you are within the area. We're going to get a live performance right after we sign off here in the tent and you'll be able to enjoy this kind of mini concert that's going to happen. It's fantastic. And I'm telling you, you're seeing some of the finest musicians that you will ever see live and we got a little taste of it in the uh, in the sound check and I'm telling you. Yeah, right. The, we're going we're gonna to let the, list, the listening audience uh, be uh, in on what we're talking about here in just a second. But uh, we had a chance to spend some time with these guys at our Subaru live broadcast a few weeks back. And now they are here this morning after they had their official debut concert, which was wonderful. And we were going to speak quickly with the executive director of the No Name Pops, Mr. Matt Coville is here. Yeah. How y'all doing today? Wonderful. Awesome. Good to see you, Matt. Thanks for making this happen. It's great, it's great to be here. We appreciate it. This is a uh, now. This is just a portion of the No Name Pops, right? Correct. How many people total? Fifty-eight total. Fifty-eight total. How many do you think we have here today? Oh, I have no idea. They just keep showing up. <laughs> Probably twenty. Uh, it, it took uh, it took some maneuvering to squeeze them into the yes. space that they're in. Yes. Uh, tight quarters, but I'm sure these guys can play in almost any condition. Uh, absolutely. How was that debut show? I heard nothing. It, but it, great it was stuff. amazing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, people were just dancing in the aisles the whole entire time. And you were doing a uh, kind of a Motown? Motown and Philly sound show. Oh, man. Yep. Excellent. I'm happy to hear that. And a really cool thing happened with your board of directors. A very uh, high-profile individual has signed on. Who are you talking about? Jim Gardner. Jim yeah. Gardner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jim Gardner. I'm so excited. He uh, he hosted our last show on October 28th, the Motown yeah. one we were just talking about. And we're just extremely excited that somebody like that really cares about, you know, our cause. Jim has that history. Before uh, journalism, he played with Muddy Waters, a lot of people don't know that. I did not yeah. know that, so you taught me. Yeah, yeah. you didn't yeah. even know that. Uh, so, you, uh, tell us about the shows coming up soon, so we yeah, can get that. Uh, so, obviously we have today, we're, we're looking forward to playing for you all, um, and then in December we have uh, nine holiday shows with the Kimmel Center. Very that, Philly Christmas. That's going to be amazing. We're, we're actually giving out tickets today. Oh, really? Oh, excellent. That's what Marissa told me. Alright, so uh, we're looking at December 1st, 2nd, 9th, 10th, uh, 15th, 16th, so you're doing these weekend shows. Yes. Uh, pretty much Friday, Saturday, Sunday throughout the whole entire uh, December month. And right. you're, you're available to be hired for different events? And I would love to be hired for there, events. Yeah, there you absolutely. go, yeah. You're out there, ready. Yes. Take him. Hey, yes. by the way, if, if you were to if you were to hire uh, No Name Pops, can you do, like, you know, a smaller version? Can you hire, like, this 20 yeah, We can do as small as one person. We can do as large as 50, 60, 70 That's, players. Yeah. Okay. So, and how do people contact you if they did want uh, You know, they can... I'm not going to give out my phone number. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can, uh, you can always email us. Go to uh, nonamepops.org or info at nonamepops.org. 
org and it'll be me that you're talking to because I'm the one full-time employee. How about if I just want to hire Paula to sing me a lullaby every <laughs> You can talk to her. Okay. This woman... Or I could be her manager, whatever works, you know. All these musicians are incredible. This woman's voice, I, it's just, you she's know... In, she's incredible. I, we're very lucky to have her. Absolutely incredible. And we're going to... And Philly Grown, too. And Philly, Philly Grown. Grown. There you go. Knew know. it. Knew it. Yeah. I remember when she was on uh, with us at Subaru, and I was like, you've had to have yeah. done this. Like, how did we not run into her at some point? Oh, I know. And she goes, lives. oh, yeah. I, I used to sing. Uh, I just do it. I used to yeah. sing with Patti LaBelle and tour with her. And I'm like, yeah. of course you did. Of course, of course you did. did. Oh, and I invented the polio vaccine. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to get one song live on the air. Yes. Then we'll break. We'll, we'll, we'll bring Pierre out. And then uh, once we wrap up the program, you guys are going to play for the audience here. Awesome. Excellent. What song are we going to hear? We're hearing, uh, uh, I think it's feel, uh, Michael Blue Blaze version of Feeling Good. Feeling uh-huh. Good. Okay. Excellent. You ready? Yes, absolutely. All right. You guys Thanks, ready? Guys. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you on 93.3 WMMR, the No Name Pops. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, and and I'm feeling Peace. 
Thank you. Amazing. The no-name pops, man, right here in our little old tent at the Camp Out for Hunger. This is amazing. There's about a quarter of a million things that are awesome about that. Uh, I, first off, obviously, your, your fantastic voice. When those horns kick in, though, man, it, oh, there's nothing like it. All of it, man. My heart my heart is going pit-a-pat right now. It's just beating out I my chest. I need me a chicken finger. I need a chicken finger from... Uh, get over here, please. Oh, my God. I need me some dipping salt. Raising cane. Bring me back. Uh-huh. I have uh, the vapors. I need some chicken fingers. So that's just a taste. That's just a taste. We're going to get more, and you got to go see these guys live, and you need to support them. But they're going to get. Uh, they're going to do a few more songs here in just a few moments, and we do, are just blessed to have them in our city. You know, in Philadelphia, that the No Name Pops are here. So we thank them for coming down. Paula Holloway and Matt and Alexandra, my strings devo. Yes. Fantastic people. All right, so speaking of fantastic people, normally this would be the time where I give you an introduction of the man who's going to be carrying on this broadcast, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let someone else do it. There's a guy who is a hero of mine who is actually going to introduce him. Do I need to introduce who the guy is who's introducing him, or do we just roll the audio? Roll the audio. All right, okay. Jason, play the audio, please. All right, that was Getty Lee from Rush, by the way, who was introducing Pierre Robert. So let's bring him out here right now on stage. Nothing but peace and love for all. Good morning. Wow, and wow, and wow. Right? So the way they set up the evening is um, there was a host for the first half, an intermission, and then uh, I said, how do you want to do the second? He said, I will introduce you. I go, that I am not worthy of. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you effing kidding me? Getty Lee, in honor of his book, My Effing Life, um, says, yeah, I'll introduce you. And so that was pretty wild. That's amazing. Amazing. Last night at the Met, he did a Q&A. He read some uh, excerpts from the book, and uh, Pierre got to be a portion of that uh, uh, that interview, which is a real cool honor. Yeah, it was so cool. They had an author, uh, a writer, the guy who wrote uh, and created the show Billions. Oh, all right. Uh, oh, Dan. Oh, uh, Ferd Turkelson. Uh, no, it's, it's like Flugelman, but not like, oh. At any rate, he, he has a, a very known podcast as well, and Getty was on it, and they got on quite well. So they asked him to host the first part, which was question and answer, and then a little break, and then I uh, took questions from the audience and asked a few of my own for the second half. Was That's it Brian Koppelman? Yes. Yes. There we go. Sorry. Brian Koppelman. Yeah, yeah a Koppelman. Yeah, a Koppelman. Brian knew MMR because he used to work in the record business. No kidding. Ah. Uh, and so he goes, I'm very familiar with MMR, and, you know, uh, you guys played several of my records back in the day, so that was cool. So the, the, you always hear that, that Getty is a – we, we've, we've had him on, but um, haven't we, Preston? We've interviewed Getty. Are you, you had Getty – Brian or Getty? Getty. Oh, I think it was for Getty Martin. at least once. Yeah. yeah. Uh, always people say wonderful things about being in his presence and that he's just the most affable guy. Oh, my God. He's so nice. Now, I uh, have something for you, Preston. Okay. I, I'd like to bring on Jim Suckliff from Live Nation, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, excellent. This man is one of the great men that I happen to know in the concert <laughs> business. The music industry is not known for being... 
Well, it can be a little tough. Authentic? To say that. <laughs> and this is one of the nicest, most uh, decent human beings in uh, the concert business, yes. in the music business, who cares about the artist, who cares about the audience, who cares about making things work. At every show, you will see him. So, Jim, welcome. Uh, hello? <laughs> By the way, just, now, to give, just to give you a little background, when, when your favorite band comes to town, they're playing Wells Fargo Center, Jim's the guy that set that up. Yes. So there you go. Yes. That's, that, that's what a big deal he, he is. He would not have pretty he much any so entertainment. Cool. Yep. He's so cool, but uh, Jim was insistent several times last night that um, a few things happen for Preston. So what have you got? Uh, well, he uh, wanted to give uh, Preston his new book. Oh! <laughs> and he described uh, him the way Pierre described him, which is Presbo. Presbo! <laughs> he wrote it to Presbo? He wrote oh. it to Presbo. <laughs> Open that up and you'll see it. To Presbo. To Presbo, son. And Jim wait. also has, what is that, Jake? It's a little hoodie, you know, that he wanted to give. He wanted to give him something cool. Oh, wow. you, know, you are the best. Thank you so much for that. Well, you are the best for all that you do. And we oh. are so proud when people come to Philadelphia. And Excellent. About all that MMR does for the people and for us and everything. So it was a really great night. And you were very much there in spirit. Right? Thank you. I wish I could have been. Thank you, guys. Yes, and thank you to Jim. Yeah. Uh, so nice. Jim kept waving to Preston Flag. I've got to tell you about Preston. I've got to tell you about Preston. I've got to tell I go, hi, I'm here, too. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, I was. I, I absolutely would have been there, but this oh, is our focus. And, I know. And this totally. is what we it get to. It was difficult and, to even have me do this and go there. Totally. It, it was a, a long day, but Jim was great. You have some merch. They actually had t-shirts and sweatshirts, and everyone that got went there got the book, and so uh, he signed it to... I know you're going to get the audio, but uh, ah. he signed it to Presbo. Oh, and wait. There's what? more. What? Uh, after the show, um, uh, he was also aware of the Camp Out for Hunger. And I, I took my little microphone out and I said, would you be willing to, you know, encourage people to come down? And I believe, Jason, you have that. And let's hear Getty Lee encourage people to come to the Camp Out. Hi, this is Getty Lee, encouraging you to support the Preston and Steve food drive. People are food insecure at this time, and all the food stays in this area. So help your community. Please give generously. Oh, how that cool. I love that man. Yes. Oh, and wait. There's one more. Um, Jason, if you could, it's not terribly long, but it's important that uh, Mr. Elliot hears this. Hi, Presbo. <laughs> yes! Yes! Play, Jason, cue that up. we got to play that one more time. Hi, Presbo. Getty <laughs> yeah. Lee saying hi, Presbo. Love it. I rest my case. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I very much appreciate that. I also got um, um, drummer of the police. Yeah, Stuart, Stuart Copeland. Copeland yep. To say, Preston, you can kiss my ass. Yep. That's, he's got oh. two of my favorite people saying hi to me in their own special way. In their own special way. It's All excellent. Right. It's very wow. cool. It was uh, very cool. We've had a hell of a day here today, so we're ready to wrap it up a hand over you if you're cool. I'm actually done. It's time for Brent Porsche it now. It is. It's very close. Uh, but uh, shall we get a letter of the day yes, from you? Yes, yes. All right, let's go, Jason. 
Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... L as in live. All right, we have one more day to go, and we are going to give away our Word of the Week prize, which we do have uh, Victory Brotherly Love Beer for a Year. Victory Brewing Company's Brotherly Love Hazy IPA helps you drink beer and do good by giving back to the city of Philadelphia. I'll take this moment to thank our... Or wait, you know what? Actually, we'll find out what's coming up on your show. Yeah. Well, the one thing I want to hit heavily is we got a giant block of tool because tonight they are across the way at the big joint. So uh, we'll play a block of tool, some other things, and, uh, and play you a little more of the flashbacks of last evening. So main thing is tool, and we'll see where we go from there. And I think the SWAT team is going to stop by today. Seriously? Yeah. I've, I've seen you handling their weapons before. I, I was told not to handle the <laughs> weapon like the way I was handling the weapon, but it didn't you have any... indiscriminately pointing at people? <laughs> yeah. Apparently you're not supposed to do that, but it didn't have any gadgets in it, so I thought it was fine. They go, put the thing down, Pierre. I go, there's no things in it. They go, put it down. So they talk me off the ledge, so to speak. So when you see them get in the parking lot, run, because Pierre will be handling the weaponry. Alright, so uh, yeah, stick around for Pierre, and obviously we've got No Name Pops performing here in just a moment. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Shows, brought to you today by Campbell's Chunky, Chunky Sax Hunger. Also brought to you by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Don't forget that tonight uh, is T-shirt night. First time we've done this. First ever President and Steve Show official Camp Out for Hunger T-shirt. And 300 donors starting at 5 p.m. get the limited edition shirt. One per person for donors 15 and years of age and up. Get your shirt and then stop in the Beanbo Bakers USA broadcast tent. Say hello. The President Steve Show will be here. We'll be taking pictures and doing all that type of thing. And then Brent Porsche is going to have a chance to go to the Tool Show to get Tool upgraded tickets. Possibly your chance to win those. So make sure you stay with him. Tomorrow on our program, as we wrap up Camp Out for Hunger, we have our friends Big Jay Okerson stopping by. Yes. Uh, comedian Steve Ranazizi will be here. John O. Hurley is coming by. Peterman. And we will have a live performance by Daughtry. He yeah. will be. What? As yep. well. Yeah. Wow. Daughtry yeah. is going to be in our studio, so cool. in our tent tomorrow. So it's going to be a big Friday. So make sure you come and join us if you can. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, guys. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. WMMR. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.